to you have to wait for the chorus, right? I think it's the There's best. There's a chorus. This is the best <laughs> score. This is the best <laughs> horror movie score ever. This, point, are dying this is still the intro, right? Yeah. The chorus has my favorite lyrics <laughs> ever. <laughs> They're spooky. Oh, it's gonna be a fun one. What's up, everybody? This is D, and this is the Hangout Hour. Unfortunately, my partner Ox is going to be away on business today, but we had a a good fill-in with the band Molly Takedown, which is apropos for the pre. We'll call this the Halloween pre-show before the show. Show in Umbrella. The pre-show before the show. The pregame to the to the tailgate. This is the tailgate. Oh, okay, because we're going to tailgate and then yeah. All right. So um, this is actually the first for us here on the show to actually have so many guests at once. And the first time, I think Jesse's come to represent Molly Takedown twice before. And uh, this is the first time that we have plus three. Mm-hmm. So th- we have 75% of the band here. Well, we, ha- we, have a, we, have a, a, we have two guys and a Claudio here. We have That's four, how I would six. put it. Four, wow. six. <laughs> so for those of you that are just tuning in on the live, we have Jesse... How's it going, guys? Lead singer to Molly Takedown. We have guitar or guitars, Brian. Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to the Power Love Hour. <laughs> we, we also have Claudio. The sex machine. Hey, hey, guys. hey, uh, hey, Claude. Hey. And then we have the man, the myth, the legend, Rick. Hi. On the drums. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot for coming, guys. Um, Hi. Expect to have a good time tonight. Um, we wanted to kind of uh put into obviously promote the show that's going to happen we're going to keep we're going to just repeat it october 29th me. friday october 29th at the umbrella you can't be seen i don't yeah. know yeah sorry about that okay um, podcast who cares so october 29th at the umbrella at what time um get there around um, eight o'clock i mean we're set to go on an eight but people have been there before know how it works we're going to be our sound set up and everything However, this place, the umbrella, the seats do go pretty quick, and they usually have people calling out about a week ahead. I know Brian always has a bunch of people on tables reserved, so... They've already started calling. Yeah, don't be that guy that's thinking you're showing up at 8 o'clock and you're going to get a chair. You'll probably be standing, which, again, we probably will be standing at the end of the night dancing, but if you want to be able to sit down, or at least for the beginning portion of it, have something to eat, you might want to get there earlier, at least call ahead a couple days before and reserve a table. The, how many tables, more or less, will there... So I would say, what do you think, about guys? Like 50, like, 50 tables? About 50 tables they have about there. And, you know, towards the end of the night, they start pushing them back because the dance floor gets bigger and bigger. So so to play it safe, be there by 7. I would say, I would say so. Yeah. 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 Um, and you also have to be dressed. Costumes In are... In a costume. Are they going to be In required? A co- <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be required? You have to specify. Yeah, yeah, Costumes yeah. are not required, but... But they kind of encouraged. are. If you're not wearing You one, will be judged. Yeah. yeah. We'll all be in costume, so. Which I'm glad that you are all here because we're going to set up the, um, man, that feedback's killing me. We're going to be setting up the uh, rules because uh, myself and Oscar, were planning a costume contest. So I think it was going to be first, second, and third place on three, four, was it four or five categories? It was um, best couple. Best couple. So first, second, and third place for that. So can Jesse and I win that one? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I was gonna ask: Can band members participate? Absolutely. Okay. Yes. Um, then it's gonna be scariest, funniest, and then I don't know if we're gonna get in trouble for this, but we want to do sexiest. But that's kind of fucked, right? We're no, fucked man. I mean, you know, I mean, it's I mean, Halloween. So. It's Halloween, dude. Yeah, that's I mean, you know, we all know the universal unwritten rule about Halloween. It's the one time that girls can dress however they want and not be judged. You know, it's Halloween, yeah, so enjoy inner, it. Their inner putas come out. Exactly. You know, I think we'll be a cool category. Most original. It, but. Most original. So we'll make that 
would you say? We'll, <laughs> we'll make that the fifth. So yeah. it, it'll be best. I think you should have a best overall. So best overall, mm-hmm. best couple. Scary. Who's who are the judges? You? Yeah, it would be Oscar and I. Actually, no. Round of applause, so, the crowd, right? So yeah. uh, Oscar and I. So that's how it's going to go. We're going to go ahead and Oscar and I are going to go ahead and, and pass out tickets. Uh, we're going to make, we have made these tickets for each category. So if you're in the category of scariest, we're going to hand three people those tickets and then we're going to call you up on your category and then the crowd will go ahead and decide. Okay. Cool. Right? Sounds good, right? I'm cool with it. We've done but a lot. We've done a lot preparing for this show. Uh, we yeah. just filmed the commercial that hopefully... Yes, should it will be airing tonight. We uh, did a little mini video with these guys. Uh, we're driving around all some staples of Westchester. It's going to be a funny video. Um, hopefully, we'll be able to release that tonight, and you guys can enjoy that. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. Did you hear about this, Rick? Yes. It was. Uh, you guys were egging houses, right? Yes. <laughs> awesome. Oh, that was the other video. Sorry. We, we, gotta win. we woke up at TGK this morning, so. Uh, so let's talk about some other stuff before we 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 pro- man Halloween has it because of COVID and everything changed a little bit for you this year. Not this year, last year was horrible. I think uh, what I've noticed when I've gone out to the stores this year, and I was talking to Brian about this uh, just before starting the show, is it, it almost feels like this is the first holiday um, that people can actually go out and feel free of the restrictions that we've had to endure with the pandemic, and it's almost like people are ready to finally get back to normalcy, and I think this. It almost feels like this is the first holiday where they can do that. You know what I mean? And I think uh, you're going to see people come out in excess, you know, whether it be to the show or just out trick-or-treating to get back to some normalcy. I agree. Last last Halloween, uh, we all have kids in the ta- or on the, at this table. Um, it was kind of shitty last Halloween, right? And we, and I still tried to do it. I, I would assume we all tried to do our best for our kids, but it was kind of shitty because, uh, man, I remember growing up, your parents would warn you, like, hey, you'd go trick-or-treating, don't eat the candy because apparently people were poisoning candy. Now it's like, hey, don't go trick-or-treating because you may get sneezed on, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do you still do that with your kids? Yeah. Do you like the whole... No, I'm saying the check the candy. I do check the candy. I think I de- check the candy, especially, yeah. you know, yeah, you got to at least make sure that at least the wrapper's closed. I mean, I'm not inspecting it for, like, <laughs> punctures well, from d- a it syringe. It depends on the candy, right? I mean, you can hide all yeah. types of things in candy these days, so you got to check it. Well, I just throw out the candy and eat whatever's left over at home. I don't know, that but, like, safe. sneakers and stuff, that's sealed. I mean, now if you get the cheap, like, yellow candy, you're like, yeah, I'm going to check that. Yeah, it's like the, the, the green, the orange. You mean the, the butterscotch candy? The, no, no, no. Those the, are the best. It's, it's like the fruit candies. Butterscotch. Oh. <laughs> the ones that have strawberry. You know the one that had the wrapper with the strawberry? Those are good, dude. Yeah. Don't you guys eat, what are they called, scones or what is it? What do they eat in France? That is not in France. That's in England. Le croissant. Croissant. Or a crepe. It's, it That's it, what they we, give out in Halloween, by the way. He just crepes. <laughs> Happy Halloween. Here's a crepe. <laughs> we, have a, we have a resident uh, Italian in the band, just so you know. So, so the running joke, a, you know, is that he's French. So. It's a thin pancake. So did you guys, uh, do you keep any of the same traditions as kids that you had growing up with your parents? Or have you, like, went up to your parents? Like, cause I feel like, um, man, I don't remember Halloween being so much work, you I know? Feel- I feel like we raised soft kids. Oh, oh, oh that, that's, that's in our 20, 20, the 20 minute uh, mark. We'll, we'll get into that. But um, yeah, it's, it's crazy because when we were growing up, you know, I don't know if your parents would go trick or treating with you or not, or like, hey, be back by nine o'clock. Yeah, when we got around. to a certain age, they let us go, you know. It, it doesn't happen anymore, no. right? 
And I don't know if it's the parents are getting soft or is it just the world we live in? I think it's kind of the world we live in now. Right. There's so many things we got to worry about out there, you know? So. Yeah, it's different. Kids used to play more on the street before. You know? It's horrible. And then you have kids that just start bands, right? Yeah. yeah. Those are the cool ones. Those are the cool, Those ones. Are the cool ones. I mean, check it out. So let's let's talk about that. So now that I, we have all of you here, we've always gotten uh, Jesse's side on why Molly Takedown started and how it started. Um, so how did you guys, how did this band come together? And what is it that, have, have you guys experienced any trying times being the band, being a, a local cover band that's actually kind of blown up in Dade County um, to, the, to the time that we are at now with your band? So I don't know. I wasn't there when the band was formed. <laughs> So, <laughs> okay. tell us how you real feel, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> so, when when what year did this band start? Twenty sixteen, the end of twenty sixteen. Yeah. And you're one of the original members. Yes. And it would you and Jesse or? and Jesse, and then we had an, another guitar player and another bass player. Was we it, had some lineup changes. Was it your idea? But this is the uh, it was actually Jesse's. Well, it was collectively our idea. Yeah. And, um, so real quick, I, I met Jesse at I started work at this new position, and uh, I met Jesse there because. I noticed he was listening to some cool music on his desk, so we kind of hit it off in that way and uh, started talking. And you know, he uh, he told me he, he was singing and stuff like that. I told him I had played drums for a long time, and uh, he asked me to record a couple songs for him, um, just for like a demo demo purposes. And um, after we did that, it sounded great. You know, I saw a lot of potential. You know, he had just started singing, and I saw a lot of potential in, in him. And um, and so I had just kind of broken up with the band about a year before that. You were in a, a band called Passenger... Uh, passenger Driver. Passenger Driver. On actually. iTunes, if anybody wants to check it out. <laughs> <laughs> I remember your band growing yeah. up. Yeah. And how long growing was that up. band together? Well, growing up. You were like still, 11, 12. Like 11, 12. <laughs> nah, it was back in, oh, I don't know, 2012, 2013. Um, it was good. It was, it was a fun band. Um, it was uh, an original band. It was an original band, yeah. I think if we had all met and, and kind of came together in our early 20s, I think maybe something would have come of it, but... By that time, we all had our careers and kids happens, and man. stuff like that. Yeah, so but we still love. We do it for the love, you know. We still we still play as much as we can. So, was it um always the idea to be a cover band when Molly Takedown started? Yeah, yeah. always. Yeah, pretty much. And what 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 made that decision? I'm not really sure. Um, I I, I think I think we just had fun doing the demos with uh, with Jesse and um. You know, honestly, I had been in only original bands growing up. I started playing when I was 13, and I've only been in original bands. I've never been in a cover band. As a matter of fact, when I was a kid, I was like, oh, cover bands, that's not cool. You know, as you get older, you know, obviously your perspective changes. But I think it was just kind of like, hey, let's do this for fun. You know, let's um, we all love to play, um, get some easy gigs, playing some covers and, and kind of like playing the songs that we like and that we know people like to listen to and stuff like that. And it just kind of took off, you know, because you guys kind of like put your twist to a lot of the songs, which yeah. is kind of cool. That's I think. One of the being a fan of you know and a listener of, of your band when when we go out to the club or whatever to hear you guys, that's that's the part we look forward to right like what what did they concoct next what what right. what remix have they done in your, in your style? It kind of um helps you feel like you're in an original band right you're like you're taking this piece of music and just rearranging it and it comes out as like your baby, mm -hmm. you know you're you're taking this original piece of work that somebody else didn't work hard and you're just adding your own flavor to it. So it kind of it's kind of the best of both worlds. The format is already there for us. We just have to tweak it a little bit. So I was in a band for like two weeks with Jesse and Brian and Claudio. Sweet. And uh, Did this you record is the an album? Place Did you record an album? This is the death band. I knew this place looked band. familiar. This is, the birth, 
<laughs> this is the birthplace and well, death. Well, it was called Be Kind Rewind, right? right? That's what yeah. we were That's called. A good name. And uh, I remember the guys always saying the easiest part, or Jesse would always say, it's the easiest part of being in a cover band is you're playing in a cover band. But the hardest part of being in a cover band is that you're playing in a cover band. Yeah. Because yeah. it can go one of two ways, right? Everybody's going to know the song, but right. if you fuck it up, you're Everybody done. They're going to know. You're yeah. done. Well, the other, the other issue is that we've come across is like picking songs that we really love to play, right? So, for instance, I've always wanted to do a Tool song, right? But, you know, we have to kind of you understand that people are going to bars and they want to hear songs that, that are on the radio or stuff they hear, you know, that the bars play regularly. They don't, nobody wants to go there and hear a fucking eight minute Metallica song. Correct. I mean, it'd be great, but yeah, you want to, maybe Churchill's, but not, uh, yeah, (laughs) Yeah, you want to, you want to kind of cater to your audience, you know, feel them out, see what what I do find is, is, is interesting is that I think if you asked us individually, what our music tastes are, we would almost, I don't think any of us would listen to the music we play. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, let's let's play that game. So so right now your your iPod or your Apple. Ugh. What what uh, what were you jamming to on the way over here? Molly Takedown playlist. Uh, all right. <laughs> Ma- uh, Mastodon actually. Mastodon. Yeah. And are you more of like a, a hard? I would say so. I mean, I, I grew up listening to punk rock, um, and then I always stuck more to like the harder edge. But then I'm I'm I have a very eclectic taste. Like I. Like Tori Amos, anything from Tori Amos to Slayer, anything okay. in between, stuff like that, you know. When you say punk rock, like hardcore, like what we used to consider hard, like Under Oath and things of, like that? Oh, or effects was, and stuff. Yeah, it was mostly like skate punk from the West okay. Coast, so Pennywise, No Effects, Strong Out, Lagwagon. Faith, Faith No More. Fans like that, you know, more West Coast skate skate style. That's how I grew up playing, actually. I learned how to play punk rock on drums when I was a kid, so. What about you, Claudio? Andrea Bocelli. For <laughs> 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 sure. Like um... I, I had a wide range of music, but I liked also the harder music. There was a time that I think even Brian and I were, were really into like Dream Theater, and I think still to this day. Um, the earlier we stuff. all grew up like listening to bands like Silverchair and, and Stain oh, yeah, and things Silver like Chair, that. Yeah. Um, and that was like big. And I find myself gravitating back to that type of music. Um, but yeah, I, I tend to listen to, to harder music, which you kind of hear in our music. You, you'll hear things like Pat Benatar with a much edgier sound. Yeah. Um, so that you hear an influence, but I would agree, right? If, if yeah, you wouldn't hear me playing Madonna in my car, jamming on, <laughs> um, but you played so well. Yeah. <laughs> so, so things like even Backstreet Boys are songs that, that we find fun to make our own twist. What about you, Sweet Cakes? Unlike Claudio, I do have Madonna's Immaculate Collection <laughs> <laughs> that I listen to on the daily, but, um, you know, uh, when I was first learning how to play guitar, it was um, Metallica, Nirvana, Green Day, yeah. No Doubt, and um, Real Big Fish, what? and Bush, right? That, that's like the stuff that kind of oh, like, we love like, Bush, like molded. That that was what molded my early years. Then I got to college, you know, and got into Dave Matthews, um, John Mayer, uh, Jason Mraz, you know, slower, softer stuff, or uh, more acoustic uh, driven stuff with uh, Are you a Coldplay some, some fan? Grooves. Uh no, I'm not a Coldplay fan at all. Like, Ooh. I'm not gonna say I don't like They're them. They're great. I like the earlier stuff. Yeah, like I'm, I'm not gonna say albums. that that I don't like them, but I wouldn't consider myself like a super fan. I can name you maybe six songs of theirs. I remember it. Brian once like, bro, you gotta listen to this chick, Sarah Bareilles. I was like, what? What's wrong with you? Mm. And then I listened to it. And I was like, ah, she's pretty. <laughs> she's pretty good. <laughs> I rented him at the concert a couple yeah. years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and Jess, we, yeah, um, I guess I would have to say, uh. I mean, I, I was really hooked to this day um, on the used Burma Kraken. He's definitely one of my favorite vocalists. Um, I, I did gear a lot into the uh, 80s 
band, I kind of got stuck there. I'm, 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 I love Journey, in my opinion. Steve Perry's the the greatest vocalist in rock history. But but again, my my, my range is extremely you know um, wide. You know, I, I I'm obsessed with Frank Sinatra. Um, I listen to NSYNC and and Madonna. I'm not gonna lie. You know, I, I love poppy shit. I, I probably uh, lean more towards the poppy more. Than anyone, maybe Brian can There's meet me there. There's a place off Ocean Avenue. Yeah, um, Yellow card, all right. I love those very melodic. I love We the Kings. Um, I mean, I, you know, but I love the hard mm-hmm. stuff too, man. I, you know, I'm, I'm right there with you. I, I love, uh, I love Under Oath. You know, and um, I, I can uh, my sh- if you play shuffle on my iPod, you know, one second you'll have a movie score from Hans Zimmer, and then the next time, you know, you're hearing, yep. you know, Metallica, and then uh, the Used, or you know, Boingo Boingo, Boingo Boingo. That's our favorite. Know, or Whitney Houston. So I mean, you know, you know, I I read something on. On social media the other day, and it's a lie. Swear, somebody. I I, I want to know who tagged me on it. Um, I don't have my phone on me, but it was something about um endorphins being released to music that you listened to in your teenage years. Brian, I sent that to you. That was you, right? <laughs> it was you. I sent it to everybody. Yeah. Oh, okay. So what was <laughs> yeah. it? It was. See, um, I did read it. That uh, let me let me read it verbatim, which I found super interesting. Yeah. And true as well, yeah. yeah I, I definitely agree with it. Something it's like about your, the nostalgia. It's like yeah. your comfort. You yeah. know? I, will, I will say something that, that I was reading something that was very interesting, that, that it was a guy that was giving a speech about um, familiarity, right? And so what he was saying is that not just in music but in life, that most people gravitate to what's comfortable for them, right? But in music, he would say that most people, nine out of ten songs, you'll pick up your phone or you'll pick up your record player and you'll play things that you've heard before. But now when you have like Spotify and Apple and all these things where you can, oh, your library's yeah. endless, you know, I, I really try and I think all of us do too to, to, to send each other different types of music. Like I yeah. ask them all the time, like, hey, I'm kind of getting bored, like yeah. send me something, right? But most people kind of gravitate to what's familiar to them. Uh, and I, I would agree. And then that's why when I read this, I wholeheartedly agree with what, what you said. Our brains are programmed <laughs> to like the music we <laughs> listen to in high school the most. The music we like gives us a hit of dopamine and other feel-good chemicals. And that's even stronger when you're young because our brains are developing. Why does he have to talk about that? The guy actually said the same thing. I'm aroused right now. I mean, that's probably the part I'm going to remember out of this whole podcast, what you said right there. Thank you for that. It was great. The The way I said it or what I said? Both. 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 It was a whole package. The guy, what was he? What he was saying was, it's, it's kind of a, a follow up to that. He was saying that the music you listen to in high school and in college is the music you most likely will listen to for the rest of your life. Like Try that's the genre that you. Oh, be I was going through such a phase <laughs> then, though. It's funny because uh, I'm I'm leaving. Unfortunately, I'm leaving the Dolphin game yesterday, and Alanis Morissette comes up on the state uh, comes up on the radio, and my wife freaks out to it, and you know. I, I grew up to Atlantis. I like that. That's '90s rock, yeah. you know, uh, Third Eye Blind, '90s rock. You guys were talking about earlier, Duncan Sheik, and I can remember a time and a place when I was listening to these albums. So, and it, I guess that's that hit of dopamine, right? Because it it could either be nostalgic and oh, what yeah. a great, what a great feeling, great memory, or it could be something horrible, like a a, a breakup or yeah. somebody you were dating at that time. But music has that power, and and to circle back on Molly Takedown, that's what's fun about the bands, because you. I may have a, a memory of Bye 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 by NSYNC of, you know, some, something in high school or, or, you know, fooling around and, and, and making fun of people. And now you guys are playing that song with an edge to it. And it's like, holy shit. 
Did you knock the boots to bye bye bye? I did knock the boots to <laughs> bye bye bye. <laughs> I think uh, the coolest thing about music is uh, you could say music really is a universal language. Um, you know, everyone, whatever style, age, it doesn't matter, ethnicity, where you come from. Everyone enjoys music. You know, maybe different genres, but everyone can be connected to music emotionally, and and it even comes out in the way we play. So like. You know, it, it's really funny, man. When we started this band, you know, Rick and I have been through a couple of, uh, <clears throat> like you said, shuffles in the band. But uh, before our last show at, at Umbrella, I remember we were we always do a toast right before we play. And, um, you know, I got there and we were all together. We took a shot. And, you know, what I told the guys, I'm like, this is by far the the most fun and, and best, um, you know, assemble, uh, assemble whatever we want to put, like, assembly of... of Line, lineup. Lineup we've ever we've ever put together and and you know if and if anything Rick and I have definitely learned through this process of Molly Takedown is obviously you want talent which we got that by the buttload in this band but what's if not equally if not more important is the cohesiveness of of the band members and I think you know we we had some struggles throughout times trying to put that together but when we brought you know Brian and Claudio along it was kind of like those missing pieces and, and it makes it flow so much easier and. And then going back to like, you know, you could tell people stuff like Rick is like, he likes that drive feel. So Rick's always going to play hard, loud and a fast tempo. But at the same time, it elevates us and we get hype. You know what I'm saying? So if Rick's having. And then we all go deaf. Yeah, 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 that too. <laughs> what? what? But if he's having like a lazy day, which he hasn't had one, thank God yet. But he, we know that the energy for all us will be down. And then it's the same thing with, with Brian. You know, Brian has a very loud sound and he has a very like cool stage presence that we all feed off of. And the same he with Claudio. his you know, guitar. Like, he does. He air humps his guitar, and then, you know, Claudio always makes a way into the crowd dance. to dance with some redhead <laughs> in the stand that always goes to our shows. It's his wife, guys. It's his wife. Um, so it's really cool, man. Oh, so, you're a stalker. Yeah, yeah, yeah it yeah, comes yeah. out. You know, your style comes out in your, in your play. And one thing I always say about George, George is like one of the most quiet guys you know, but if you see him on the stage, he takes on this alter ego, and it, it's, yeah. it's pretty cool. No, and his sound, man, is unmatched. George's yeah. bass sound is just, Yeah, you know, what he can do. It's really like the, like the heart, you know? It's it's in the background, like the bass isn't an instrument that you hear all the time. But if George isn't there, you can tell. And yeah, that last show that we played without him was like it sounded empty. Our bassist sucked that last show. (laughs) (laughs) He he didn't suck. He just played differently. (laughs) It was it was a very very cool style though. (laughs) Wait, when I played, I like both the both bass players from the last show. You guys are great, both of you guys. George lives in Tampa. Yeah, George lives in Never Neverland. Yeah, he moved there a few years ago. And man. That says something about the band and what you guys put into this for this guy to like, you know, he's got kids, I assume, right? He's got yeah. a wife and now his dedi- whole family and hey, I'm rather than just hanging it up, incredible. like his dedication is unmatched. And that sure. says a lot about you guys, right? You guys must be cool guys to hang out maybe with the exception of Brian, I mean, but I think I'm pretty fucking cool, but yeah, I don't yeah. know. We always say uh, you know, like no one literally literally has the right to complain on this band if George is not complaining. Like the day he complains, yeah. then okay, but if he's not complaining, no one can say a damn thing. He drives from Tampa sometimes. The day of and leaves the day of just to yeah. rehearse. Yeah, yeah man. That, and that says a lot. Hats on to him. You guys, um, so what's been cool in our process, Oscar and I, with this podcast, is we've kind of like uh, hitched up with you guys. And we did the, we always talk about it, the Hate Monday show. And that was kind of our first show that we we worked with your band. And um, it was, it was what a fun show. It was magical. Um, and then now we're doing this one. Did we do it? We haven't done anything We did else. one at... Uh, oh, unseen creatures. Unseen creatures. Unseen, right. did unseen creatures. Um, that was fun. And I, our goal is to continue doing this and um, taking on the burden of maybe bringing more bands in. And again, like what Oscar and I always, we, we can't stop reiterating is how it's important for us to kind of stimulate the scene here 
you know, it doesn't matter local or it doesn't matter uh, cover, original, painter, uh, comedian. We just kind of want Miami to become that place, uh, create a little bit of a hub, a creative hub for people who want to get out there and, and share their art with yeah. others. So it's been really fun. The, the, the building process of this, I, I can only imagine for the band, but kind of like incorporating the podcast and the, the nightlife and the other artists to, to come in. It's, it's been a little bit of a challenge. Like for example, when we did play at unseen creatures, we had a the Jay, the comedian, and dude, he he went. He did a great job. He just nobody, nobody went to go hear comedy that night. They wanted to go hear music and drink and, and whatnot. So those are like the little learning curves that, that and challenges that we've had to overcome and, and figure this out. But um, I'm excited for the future and and a lot that we're gonna put together. Um, November seventh, we're also putting something together where uh, more details will come out later. Um, where. Well, shit, November 7th so like is a, week a fucking and a week and a yeah, half. It's like we may have to push that close. back. Uh, <laughs> but we were supposed to be doing November something 7th. at a farm. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> have fun, boys. <laughs> we got back-to-back shows this weekend. Look, yeah. yeah, I got I to gotta, I gotta talk to Ox about that. But um, we were trying to plan something first weeks of November um, up at Tenez Farms and something s- similar to what we did at Hate Mondays. That was a good time. I, I loved the tailgate feel. Yeah. Right? Everybody yeah. coming out, a kid, family event. Yeah, kids were there. It was great. It was, it was awesome. a good time, yeah. Speaking of kids, so you all of you being dads, are you guys gonna push your kids to, to learn an instrument or No. I don't think I'm gonna yeah, push my kids. Um my son, he's he'll be five in next month. And, and he's already a better he drummer just, than Rick. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he kinda cool. just gravitated toward drums on his own and uh, I've never forced them, you know. Um as a matter of fact, he won't even let me like sit down and teach him shit. He's just like he teaches me shit. He'll just I'll put on a song. He'll just start playing. It's it's crazy the rhythm he has. Um, but he, you know, I just want to let him play if he wants to. I don't want to force it on him because then it doesn't become fun anymore. Yeah, you know. And that's what my parents did to me. They kind of you know they stuck me in the baseball, the soccer, the football, keyboard. And when they stuck me on drums, that's where I stayed. And they didn't have to force me to do it. You know. So I think it's funny uh, that you asked that question because um. It was the same thing with my son. Um, you know, I tried the whole sports thing with my son, and just I mean, it's it's the sports thing's not my, for my son. At least you, not right now. And you, you look athletic, so I mean, I I am I was a five star athlete in badminton, sir. El es pésimo. But um, so you know, my daughter's a dancer, and and she's definitely got that stage presence, and she's like born to be in the spotlight. I say, and she's great with it. But you know, we really felt bad because you know we really never found something for my son, and we tried everything, and just recently we put him in piano. And I got to tell you, man, and I'm glad you brought that up. He's been in it three weeks now. Not only has his grades improved drastically, um, I swear to God, we were there yesterday and, 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 you know, I mean, last Friday, and the guy's asking me what songs does he want to learn. And I walk in after the session, and my son is playing the intro to I'm Still Standing on Elton John. And Damn. I almost started crying. Like, he, it's, it's his niche, man. So I think you see that a lot with, you know, like as, as far as regards to, to Rick's son and mine, um, you know, we're all musicians here. These guys obviously been in the game a lot longer than um, I have, but what we all share is like we, the passion for music, and that that passes on to your kids, I think, in in a funny way. And <clears throat> it's just funny that my son that that's what stuck, and it doesn't surprise me that Julian is is, is such a stud freaking drummer. Um, at his age, it just naturally gravitates to you, and you, it's when you could tell that you know the peer or the the parent is it has a passion for music. And that's something we definitely share. All of us in this band, except for Brian, because I just really don't want to give him any compliments on this show today. Yeah, neither do I. <laughs> don't worry about it, because he said we are musicians. He just talks over the music. Okay. We are oh, musicians. I, get it. I, I get said it all the time. I just scream to make me sound good. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> but um, 
and as all of us as parents and and please chime in i think it's important for our generation um uh, my wife was looking at something and you know like i'm born in i'm born in 86 right so i'm considered a millennial but now they've done like a sub uh sub divide of the millennial so i'm a geriatric millennial <laughs> so from 82 to 89 you're a geriatric millennial and but we're all relatively the same age and you know it's it's funny what you were saying rick that you know you don't want to you don't want to push something onto your kid but i think a lot of us our generation not just here around this table but people that our age that have kids that are starting off to be parents or been parents for a couple of years now it's something that I think it's our obligation as a parent to introduce to our children the opportunity. Fuck right. it. You, of course. you, you don't like well, soccer? You don't like soccer. Agreed. Do something. Try something else. Try right. something. But, but one thing is something. to force it, and another thing is to kind of lead them. Correct. Right. You know, in right. that direction. But all uh, making sure that I think they have to find something. Just not right. like oh, but he likes like, playing Xbox. Fuck it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's yeah, like Jesse said. I mean, if you come from a family where you know you're constantly playing music in different genres of music. Eventually, they'll gravitate <laughs> to something. And obviously, Rick's kid sees Rick playing, and you know, a kid that age, that his dad is like his idol. Yeah. Like yeah. my my daughter's the same thing. I am not forcing him. I'm telling him. I'm not telling him you have to play this, but I give him the option. Look, you want to play guitar? You want to play piano? You want to play drums? Just I don't know. Pick one that you like. You know, I got a question. Um, <coughs> what do you do when you see? Like, obviously, we're all on the same basis, and we don't want to ever force our kids to do anything. But what do you? How far do you push? quote unquote your child if you see your child has a natural talent and something to at least see you know what i'm saying yeah why well, uh, that's a tough question i know? could i'll talk to you in experience so i used to play baseball and you know I, I i was okay at it and but you know my dad was like super and my my uncle was uh he got drafted by the astros um my dad was super into it my my grandfather so you've kind of felt that pressure at a young age and naturally i kind of got pushed out of it Right. And then I found music, and that's when I started playing the drums or attempting to play the drums. And then um, <laughs> my my little brother now, right? He's uh, bro, he's about to be like six. He's seventeen years old, and he's still growing. They just did that test on him, showing that he still like he still has gap in his uh, growth plates. Is, is, is correct in his growth plates. Six one, and uh, he's a lefty pitching throwing like 85 miles an hour and he's getting looks so when i go i always give him a hard time because it's it's what you know in hindsight right like how many times do you say growing up or now man if i would have known this then mm-hmm. right and sometimes you have to get off the couch and and put a little work into it even in our daily jobs we have to put a little bit of work into it right nothing comes easy but as a kid that's a great question right what is too much because my brother Sometimes just wants to play the video game. And my old man is like, hey, listen, he goes to a baseball academy. He wakes up. He does baseball from like 9 to 3. And then uh, from 3 to f- three to 5 or something like that, the hours are off. He does schooling. It's a homeschool program, and but it's a baseball academy. But then this kid eats, breathes, sleeps baseball. So you wonder, as a parent, am I pushing him too much or... Do I need to be, because at the end of the day, you're 17 years old. What the fuck do you know? Do you need to be that parent to push to make sure that he takes advantage of that opportunity? I think it could be uh, like a combination of things. Um, yeah, like don't don't push them to the point where they're repulsed by it, right? But think about 
our careers and when you were trying to get, you know, into whatever career it is that, that, that you're in, you would do anything to do that, right? If he wants to be a baseball player, he's going to do whatever it takes to become a baseball player. Eat, breathe, sleep until he makes it because that's going to be his job. I will say, though, there's a fine line, though, because, you know, I, same thing. I, I played tennis for my whole youth until I was about 17, and I had to make it. Of course decision. you played tennis. I know. You you know what? You're probably, a badass. Thing to do. You're probably a badass and at so tennis. I, I can't play it. I, I don't I, know how you You don't know how many kids I saw and I see now where they quit school and uh, that's all they do, and they get burnt out. And by the time they're 18, they hate tennis and or whatever sport they're playing. But it's everything, right? Because I think even... But I, I think it's important to still push them, but not... But keep it fun for right, them. Exactly. And that's if, if it stops being fun, then right. then they lose their passion yeah. for it. And, and th- Same thing with music. And so to answer your question, I think I think you need to make sure that he doesn't waste an opportunity, but it makes sure that he's always having fun and he's enjoying it. Because if he loses the essence of playing music... Yeah, fun. absolutely. See that? I went Dr. Phil on that shit. <laughs> yeah, it was good. It was good. I, um... Like, now at... At 35 years young, I uh, to to kind of piggyback on what you were saying, Brian. Like I fucking hate my job now, right? Yeah. At one point, you wanted to do, it. and so now at 35, you think, man, if I would have taken, if I would have listened to those two human beings who are my parents, <laughs> and taken advantage of this and and done that, because look, there's guys now, there's cases of kids that with natural ability, not natural abilities, great talent, that their parents, you know, kind of give them the rope. And then they do something horrible, hang out with the wrong people or do something. Maybe, you know, that blue crab syndrome. There's, you, you can be a stud baseball, football, tennis player. And then Johnny here to the right really has no ambitions in life. And you don't monitor who your kids hang out with. And you get that, that influence. And guess what? Johnny one day picks up your kid in a car and the car's fucking hot. Your kid just fucked his career up, right? So I think to circle back, it's, it's, it's a, a large amount of things that go into it. And that's why I say it is good to like push your kid or up, make sure your kid's applying himself and not just fucking pissing away yeah. the opportunity. Do whatever you can to guide them in the right direction because you can also lead a horse to water. Yeah. But he's yeah. going to drink if he fucking wants to drink. Yeah, exactly. The other thing is, too, every kid's different, man. Yes. You know, what might work for some kids doesn't work for other ones. And that's the uh, hard I mean, part. I mean, it was beat. I had to get beat. Yeah. I, be, I got beat a few times. <laughs> I think I turned out all right. I don't think we beat our kids enough nowadays. I did too, but I don't think I needed it. <laughs> like, I got my I'm ass a, beat, but all I had to say was, hey, don't do that. No, but yeah, I, I would have been like, okay, I won't do it again. Like, yes. You don't have to whip me. You don't, that. <laughs> you don't have to lock ah, me in the closet. <laughs> that wasn't necessary, guy. What is it in a do worse my car? Don't hose me. Maybe later. <laughs> Are you the type of parent that like when they have to, when you have to discipline your child, you know, by force, spank them, do you feel bad after? Because mm-hmm. I feel like complete shit. So I'm, I'm all talk. I have a daughter. She's seven. And, uh, like, I'm all about the uh, what I was raised on, the threat. look. You know, when you, like... The threat. The threat. The problem the, is the day she challenges it, then what? Which she has, and she's won, yeah. right? Yeah. And so I've spanked That's my daughter. It. I think I sp- spanked my daughter three times. And, uh, dude, I feel horrible. Mm. And now they're, she's at an age where manipulation is, like, another language she's learning, mm. right? She knows how to get it. Like, the other day, we are at my, my sister's baby shower, and my daughter comes running up to my wife. And I'm hanging out with my uncle and my dad, and we're talking. And she goes, uh, Mom, can can I sleep over here at Titi's house? My wife says, no. Dude, I'm sitting right next to her. So she goes away. She comes back. She goes, Bob, 
can I see Pierre at Titi's house? I'm like, no. She's like, why? Don't you love me? I'm like, dude, <laughs> you are your mother's could daughter. You? you know? How could you do that to me? But yeah. Um, oh, you're, I'm for, remember, I'm, your mom said no first. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's, that's how I <laughs> do. you play that game with your wife? Oh, yeah. Go ask your, go ask your mom. Yeah. So sometimes, like, if I want something, like, we'll be at Target and, like, <laughs> I'll see, like, a board game or something. Like, man, I really, really want this. Like, hey, go ask your mom. She, wants, she says no. I'm like, fuck it. We're buying it, you know? Actually, um, to switch gears real quick, I've, I've been reading a couple questions. I guess people have been asking questions. If, if I can ask them real quick, or well, you can ask them whatever you want, but um, I don't, I don't have access to the phone. So okay. So one of the, one of the ones they want to ask is, um, do any do you guys play any other instruments other than the instruments you play? Um, yes. Let's start with Brian. Claudio and I were in drumline together in high school, and Rick and I were also in a separate drumline together in high school. So essentially, so, you're all drummers. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. I also play piano, and you play piano. What about you, Ricardo? I dabble in the bass guitar, and some vocals. Check them out. And some Tigers vocals. And vocals. Tigers and daggers. Tigers and daggers. I play um, Apple, the iTunes. tambourine. I just started with one. That's all I got. <laughs> and Spotify. You need to learn the harmonica. You yeah, I, I definitely want to get the harmonica. I've been wanting to get a harmonica. I'm dying to play some Steven Tyler on the harmonica. Dude, that's so cool. That shit's no joke, man. Harmonica's hard. I know. That'd yeah, be really man. cool. I want to play some like crying and crazy, you know? Yeah. We, have, okay. we have a guy, Uncle Scotchy. I don't know if you heard him. I've seen yeah, him. He plays a lot at Bar Nancy. Bar Nancy yeah. And he's, he's in a band called Juke, and he's phenomenal. The guitarist in that band is phenomenal. Really? Oh, the, 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 the entire band, it. it it's ridiculous. You have to hear that 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 episode with Uncle Scotchy, and you hear about how he got into the harmonica. He also played tennis, and uh, huge, huge. He comes from a huge tennis family, and he, he got a scholarship out to uh, San Diego. But how he was introduced to the harmonica, and it's like weird because you see everybody like lugging their 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 amps, and this guy just shows up in a little briefcase with like eight harmonicas, and he's like, "Let's go." I always you know? think that when we're setting up, should have played the piccolo. You. you, you, yeah. Oh, have you seen what Rick Dude, and I, I have, have to like carry? Seventy-five bags to carry, and I carry the right. sound system. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. Je you, Jesse, I don't know how Jesse you used to just be with a microphone. He was good. Now I, he has the most equipment. Wait, <laughs> my car. I used to. I'm not. Brian, I used to Brian laugh at all I, of you. I used Brian to laugh. and I used to play in a band uh, called Serum, and we had a singer who was a total diva, and he would literally just unplug his mic and just walk off. That's it. Bye. Yeah, I knew a singer yeah. like that. <laughs> my other band. Well, like singers, <laughs> singers typically are the divas. I don't, right? I don't like where this conversation's going. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I got one. Another question they're asking: Do you guys have any hidden talents? Oh, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Claude, I can touch my nose with my tongue. You could. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know weird talents. I do a lot of things. You are a Renaissance man. You're, you're a sailor. He is a sailor. You, you also, you're a car Okay, about hobbies. Hobbies outside of music. Let's put it that way. We can set a hint on time. Hobbies outside of music. You go, you, you have like 30 of them. I so a lot of them. And if you ask my wife, she's... Um, no, I like extreme sports. So I fly, I dive, I, you know, all the extreme sports I like. Right. I like skydiving. You, you've skydived? Yeah, I'm a few petri times. I'm petrified of heights. Let's go, man. Fuck you! you should get over <laughs> it like that. Go with Rick. No, I I mean, strap on. I want to. I want a scuba dive. You can strap on me. I, uh, have, one. Oh, oh, I have one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brian, um, does record uh, collecting records? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I do like sports. Love playing sports. Uh, all sports. You'll find me uh, with my younger brother playing whatever ultimate frisbee, volleyball, basketball, so soccer, football, whatever it is. You know, growing up we would just play together, and now. 
on weekends, same thing. Nice. Cool. I uh I, I um co-host for a podcast on substitute this week. <laughs> 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 I I know I actually been getting into the uh uh, filmmaking, a little bit editing. I mean, it's very, very amateur, but I really. Hey, you're gonna that. love the commercial. Yeah, you cool. haven't seen the commercial yet. Have no, you? I'm gonna play it for you after. We're gonna debut it tonight. Yeah, we're gonna debut it. It's pretty fun, and it's just gonna be nonstop for the next four days. Yep. I can't wait. I have a confession to make. Is there another question? Um, I actually have written some scenario-based questions that I want to ask. Yeah, but about now I want to hear the confession. Bit, but, but I want to hear this confession too. So, I have no costume yet for Friday. <laughs> you're wearing it. Thanks. No Superman. Oh, you want you want to see what's cool about this shirt? Yes, it's awesome. Have you seen the that's one that's amazing. asked me about my ninja shirt? Yeah, yeah. And he yeah. flips it over yeah. and it's the ninja face. <laughs> yeah, dude, come on, you gotta think. You're the you're you're the MC. Like, yeah, man, I know. I think you could pull off like maybe like a like a pimp. You know who you should yeah. do? Fucking velvet coat, oh, with fucking hat, and a cane. Like, I'm just thinking pimped out. And man. my wife is just one of my my, my tricks. Watch, watch it, watch it, watch it, because we want to go together. We want to we want to match. You should awesome. go as uh, what's the guy? Um, in the hangout and in, in the hangout, in the hangover. hangover. <laughs> oh, uh, Alan. Alan, I, man, you know that is great. I'm just buying a t-shirt. Start a baby to you. Yeah, we can give or you a baby. Just, just, borrow, just borrow a baby, dude. Borrow a yeah. baby. <laughs> you should be an asshole that hands a homeless guy twenty bucks and takes it back from. Oh, home. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. you think we forgot? You think we forgot about that, didn't you? <laughs> Bazinga! Yeah, that, that, you know, you know, I saw that guy the other day, and I did give him, I gave him money. Thank All God. Right. It wasn't twenty bucks, but I gave him. I think I like. $2 I thought you meant uh, Sheldon after Bazinga. I'm like, you saw Sheldon? You know what? Uh, <laughs> I don't want to rant anything, but do you guys remember that guy? In um, he was in the movie Rocket Man, but he was also in um something about Mary, the Seven Minute Abs guy. Seven yeah. Minute yeah, yeah. Abs. Bro, oh my god, I must have been that annoying fan. I saw him once. The only like club I've ever gone to. Ox. Do you guys remember Oxygen in, yeah, in, in the, the Grove? In the, in the Grove. Yeah, it used to be a chili pepper, no? Yeah, yeah. So I went down there. I was hammered. It's underground. And I'm like 21. I'm just experimenting with drinking, so I'm drinking way more than I think. I don't even have hair on my nuts yet. And I'm drinking like I think I'm a man. 21. You're, you're drinking. You're drinking. A, what is it? The 190 octane. I'm wait, I, I, I would start 190 <laughs> octane, and I go down and I drink. A, it was called liquor cocaine. And I Oof. saw him, and I walk up to him, dude, and I was like, hey, man, seven-minute abs. You could tell he'd heard that shit so many times. He's like, all right, dude, thanks. Yeah. I look neck back now, I'm like, I was an asshole. <laughs> so I'm sorry to seven-minute abs if you're watching this. Right, he's a, I just saw a show. It's on, um, I think it's Netflix or Disney Channel. I don't know what it was. The the It's a Halloween-based movie, because I'm super into, like, within season, watching festive, the, yeah, festive movies or whatever, which... I remember them being so much better back when we were growing up, right? They were never good, but I still love them just the same. <laughs> like, I, I'm watching Are You Afraid of the Dark? I'm Have you seen the new one? I'm finishing Have Halloween Town. I haven't seen the new one, but, I, but you could see the old ones. Yeah. So I've been watching, yeah, they, I've been watching on, the old ones. Halloween Town's on, um, epic, by the way. It is. Super cheesy. It is, but it's so Awful, good. but I'll sit down and watch all four or five oh, of the them. Oh, the row. new Are You Afraid of the Dark is good? I actually saw Pretty the good, first yeah. episode today. Is it, did you like it? I like how they piece is it together, man. I actually want to watch it with my son. Is it actually scary? Yes, <laughs> I was. Scared. But back to that actor. He's in some some kid movie about dogs. It's like a Halloween movie based on like uh, four Labrador Labradors, mm -hmm. and he's like the 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 evil villain on in the show. And I'm watching this with my kid. And she's like super freaked out about him. And I'm like, that's the seven minute abs guy. <laughs> Something yeah. about Mary. Did he have abs in the show? No, he was actually he gained about like forty pounds. Yeah, he's really going off the wheel. You know what? I think. What's your What's the worst? Is there like a movie you have to watch every year for Halloween? Yes. 
which Hocus is Pocus, Hocus hands down, the best Hollywood movie ever made. That Hocus shit was Pocus. on my, my house. We were, it was on Somebody TV saying he wasn't half baked. He wasn't half baked. He wasn't half baked. Yeah. He's the one that killed uh, Buttercup. 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 Oh yeah, I'm I'm hardcore. I have a I have a a black Christmas tree in my house right now. Yeah, that's decorated in Halloween, and I have a bunch of. I, I get festival like it's like it, it's Hallmark throws up in my house. Really? Yeah, I got like the whole cauldron. And, and that's not because of your wife. It's because no, your... it's definitely because of me. I I put my decorations up in August. Wow. Yeah, it was. Pretty I saw bad. them. Yeah, it's yeah. true. August. Yeah, we're... we rehearse in my house, so they've seen it. They walk in, and they see it all the time. Dude, it's August. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Listen, man. Casper's I, I, another one that I watch. Casper's great. Horrible. Devon Sawa. Horrible fucking movie. It you know, you know what I watched with uh, Devon Sawa? <laughs> I, I, we started I watching uh, Final Destination. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Dude. Made it through through the three of them. Super cheesy. Correct. You get to four, and like the cheese level just falls off the table. Like You can't even watch it anymore. It's just that yeah. bad. Well, you know what movie freaked me the fuck out? And like it still gets me the first ten minutes of the movie. And Showgirls. Then, and always. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, I just I did, I did something. I fucked up. He really. freaked out. <laughs> um, <laughs> I stopped recording for a second. Uh, <laughs> Short circuit. Great movie. Scream. The opening oh, 10 yeah. minutes yeah. of it. Oh, yeah. Oh, with Drew Barrymore. That, that yeah. scene was great. But then when you watch the rest of it, you're like, what the there's, fuck? There's Hello, one movie that Sydney. is not really a scary movie, but always freaks me out. Uh, the Butterfly Effect. I, oh, I oh, watched yeah. it Ashton Kutcher, Amy Smart. But it's a crazy movie. Did you watch the editor, the the director's cut? It's no. even with worse. With the alternate ending. ending. Yeah, yeah. Bro. What, what's the ending? Bro. Can we talk watch about that on the radio? Yeah, let's do it. Dude. He said so, Spoiler like, alert. You, you know, you know the original one. He goes back to his like birthday as a kid, and he says something to the girl, and like she never ma- talks to me. Never again. talks to her again. Yeah. All right. So the director's cut, <clears throat> the earliest film that he could find of himself or home movie was of his childbirth. So it shows him in the womb, grab the umbilical cord, and strangle himself. What? You guys just took like a terrible turn. No, that's not, it's not that one. <laughs> but you see, when you if you're gonna work if you're gonna work the fucking board, you have to know you have to put the volume up. And why then, would you put? Why would you leave volume down at any time? Because sometimes, like if you hit the wrong one, no, you just gotta always be ready, and I will always be ready. Oh, look, this guy. <laughs> you know that's a good one. Let's go with that one, okay? Since we're on the topic of Halloween, uh, uh, D, what what movie scared you the most growing up? Was it Scream? To, no, well, to this day, and they still freak me out, the Rob Zombie uh, Halloweens. Like the House of a Thousand Corpses and shit? Yeah. yeah. That House of a Thousand... Yeah, uh, that's, that's pretty messed up. The, uh, what's the other one? The Devil's Rejects. Mm. Um, and even, like, Michael Myers, but yeah. the Rob Zombie version. I yeah. just saw the new one with Jamie Lee Curtis that's out on Peacock. Halloween, or like part, part 17. Yeah. 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 Well, sh- yeah. Horrible. Horrible. Yeah, but, I figured. But the the Rob Zombie versions of, of uh, Michael Myers, they're... Good. That guy's fucking twisted. Yeah. yeah. What Did about you, you ever see um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Like oh, the, the, the first remake? The original. Fantastic. Not the original. Like oh, the, the one with uh, Jessica Biel, was it? Yes. Or? Oh, yeah. That yeah. one's good, Just, too. Yeah. That one, like, it was the, the first remake mm-hmm. since the, the 70s, whatever. Yeah. That movie still freaks me out. Yeah, the, those nice. freak me out. Yeah. Another one that freaked me out, too, growing up was, uh, it wasn't growing up, I, was, I think I was in high school, Show Strangers. Girls. The Strangers. Oh, Strangers, uh, that's pretty that, cool. That one. I... Um, that that's the one with uh, Liv Tyler yeah. and Scott Speedman. Yeah. Um, I had, I had really high expectations for that movie, and I walked out of there completely disappointed. Really? Yeah. The way they torment them, man. What well, scares me is anything that can really happen. Yeah, that's based that on really true happen. movies. Yeah. It's based on the. It's called the Kitty Murders. Look it up. Well, you know, and that and when these movies come out, they freak me out because it's like, there's good, uh, horror or like you know, uh, nail biters like, sci-fi. like like sci-fi like Stranger Things. I'm a huge Stranger Things fan, right? 
But then there's shit that I feel that gets put out there, like these directors, since we're so desensitized with everything we, we, we see on a day-to-day, from video games to, to what you see on the street. Like, when, the, when they push the envelope with these movies, I worry, like, what cycle? There's a cycle in, our, in this world that's watching this, getting his rocks off and being inspired to do something. Yeah, we've seen that in the past, you know, like the Joker, the, the Colorado yeah. shooting, stuff like that. Yeah, it's... It's fucking yeah. nuts. So that, that shit scares the fuck out of me. You know, well, um, the Joker, like, I forgot about that. Yeah. How horrible is that? Dude? Yeah, man. And, like, did you see this guy the other day? Um, And, and sorry to, to bring a downer to the show, but the, the star, uh, Marjorie Stone, Douglas, the, the school shooter. Yeah. Get this later. Okay. Remember, the volume has to go up. But when you see this guy. I was watching guy, him about to push the button. I'm like, oh, he didn't put the volume up. He good. sees, you see this guy go and give his, like, he pled guilty or whatnot, and. Man, this guy's a fucking psychopath. And this guy, there's how many more like him out in the world that will probably see a fucking movie like yeah. the Batman and wants to go out on a fucking on a massive shooting. That so again, that's what freaks me out. So and I kinda like getting scared, yeah. so like I only do it for like two weeks out of Halloween and then it's all Hallmark Christmas movies. Do you let your kids watch? Fuck no. I let my, my kid watch, uh, Julian <laughs> watched Jaws. He actually <laughs> asked me yes. to watch Jaws, and I was so fucking proud of him. He was like, I want to watch Jaws. He thinks it's hilarious when, like, Jaws eats somebody in the water. He starts laughing. I don't know if I should be worried about oh, that or boy. not. <laughs> but he's like, he starts laughing. I'm like, look at him, like, uh, the fuck? you're supposed to be scared. <laughs> I, uh, I let my son watch uh, The Predator only because I love that movie so much. And, uh, yeah, I know I'm going to get in trouble now. Um, knowing that his mom's going to know that we watched that. But, yeah, he watched okay. Predator. Other than that, I don't know if it can last. But was he okay? Yeah, he was good, man. He was good. Um, but uh, that's that's the movie I've loved seen. But the the movie that would scare me, we're just gonna jump to the next person on this because I I know what I'm gonna get. Signs, the Alien movie. So with that's Mel Gibson. Me. Yeah. Really? <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm glad that we. I'm glad <laughs> yes. you brought that up, guys. We know my phobia with aliens. Okay, <laughs> so let's go on to. Brian, because we all know that Claudio's scary movie is an American werewolf in Paris. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great movie, actually. No, great soundtrack. Honestly, Signs it's, was pretty freaky yeah. until you actually see like the, the alien. alien. Yeah, and I'm like, because uh, it, it looks it? more like a monster it instead is, of an it's alien. It's like, like 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 a scene that they show in um I think it's Brazil. Oh, and yeah. he kind of like walks in front of the. It's um, outside. It's out yeah. there. And you're like, yeah, like the village. That's the village it. fucking freaked me out until you saw the monster. Yeah, right. You know, like what's your favorite? movies were great. Nightmare on Elm Street movie. Which part is your guys' favorite? Like, are you talking about from the originals or from the remakes? From the original, like nineties, you know. Uh, I, the first one, really? For me was was it Johnny Depp? I liked uh, Dream Warriors Part Three. Really? Yeah, that was cool because like they had imagined their their superpowers yeah. and shit in their dreams. I thought that was cool. They're all fucking twisted. Freddy, Freddy was another one that fucking scared the shit out yeah, of me. If okay, I got one. I got one. If if you were given the choice, right? All right, I'm gonna start with you, Claudio. You're given the choice. You have to pick one of these iconic um, villains in these horror movies to survive the night against. Who are you picking? You have to pick one. We're talking about Leatherface. We're talking about Jason. We're talking about Freddy Krueger. You know, um, I'm gonna pick Chucky. Jason. Even I feel like he's slow. <laughs> <laughs> None of those dudes run. All you have to do is yeah. just run fast. Don't stop yeah. running and, and you're not good. trip. That's have all you gotta do. Key. The key is do not trip. You're right. And don't really fucking trips and don't run up the stairs. <laughs> True. Upstairs. I hate that. Yeah. Look, I hate that in horror movies. Like, and I get it. They have to like add the suspense, but like you're watching something and they hear something outside. What do you do if you hear something outside? I grab my gun, I lock all the doors, <laughs> and that's it. No, let me go outside and check. Right, right. Like, are you fucking crazy? Yeah. No. I is the Gremlins 
a, a Halloween movie? I heard they're trying to remake it, and it's going to be a horror movie, but The Gremlins is not a horror yeah, movie. It's a Christmas Because Gizmo is the cutest Mogwai I thought ever. it was a fucking comedy. It was a hilarious. So now it's like all, it's, what is it's it called? in the Halloween. The Gremlins. 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 The Gremlins? No, no, no. But what's that? He's a Mogwai. He's a Mogwai. Yeah, it's a Mogwai. They don't have Gremlins in Paris. Okay. They oh, don't. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Clearly. Okay, I, I got, can I, can I ask him a hypothetical here? You're doing a great job. <laughs> I wrote these down. All right. All right. I'm gonna, this one's going to go to Rick. You have to pick a member in the band. If we're all marooned on an island, which member dying first? What's marooned? We're all stranded, stranded. on an island. He's trying to... Which one's dying first? Which member dies first? Wait, are we eating him? No, no, no. Just which one won't cut and dies first? They can't hack it. Got it. Damien. Damien's gone. <laughs> <laughs> He's just complaining I mean, himself. We should have gotten dry erase for it to have them all ready yeah. at the same time to write it. Okay, you I got to know. Pick somebody. This one goes to Claudio. All right. You're going into, a, you have to spend the night in a haunted house. You have to pick one member in the band to survive the night with. Who are you picking? I'm picking Rick. You're picking Rick? Why are you Strongest guy here, man. Are you oh, kidding man. me? He's going to kick oh, some yeah. ass. He's a fucking cop. I'm a teddy bear. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a teddy bear. <laughs> the, the ghost will go right through his punch. <laughs> He's going to beat the crap out of him. I'm just going to stand behind Rick. He's fine. All right, Brian. Who's most likely to cry in a movie? Jesse. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, that was for Brian. I was going to say myself, but... I would say Brian, too. <laughs> Whatever. All right, and this one's for you, D. So you get to answer on behalf of the band. Remember, Damien and George are also in play here. Who would last the longest... On a stint of Naked and Afraid. Man, um, I think it's going to be between you or Brian. Or, yeah, between you and Brian. Who would last the longest? Yeah. I'm not even taking my clothes off, so. <laughs> but you had to. I mean, are they, are they paying me to do this? No. Well, like just, for the right amount of money, I'll take you're it You're just off. on TV. Everything it's off. for fame. You're you have to do it. Fuck that shit. I'm not even getting on the island because I'm not taking my clothes off. All right, you're gonna make money. Get amp bites on your oh, nuts. Oh fuck yeah, no, I'm winning. So good. I think it's a hundred thousand dollars. I'm winning. A hundred dollars, I'm winning. Really? All right. So, what was between you two? Well, let me tell you something. I'd freak out. It's not so much the bugs and stuff. I'm not eating nasty shit. I I'm a Dino Nugget oh, and like mac factor. and cheese guy. Um, so I'll probably either starve to death, but I think I, it would be that or the mosquitoes at night that would kill me. Everything else, I think I'd be okay with. The mosquitoes at night, I just can't deal with that. But if I had to pick someone... Yeah, but if, if you're there with me, they'll all be on top of me. That's true. Like, they always gravitate Speaking of you're on top of them, or... Yeah, sweet blood. Well, I mean, if it gets cold, you guys would have to spoon, because I've oh, seen yeah, it on the yeah. show. <laughs> I mean, that's just the way it goes. Have you seen that new show, Naked and Afraid of Love? No. Yeah, I swear to God, it's oh, a thing. Did you, um, did you see that new movie, or that new show, Squid Games? No. I did. You saw it completely? Yes. yes. All right. Are you going to watch it? No. All right. So, what do you think about that? Um, spoiler alert! If you're watching the uh, podcast, yeah. no, I'm not gonna spoil. I, I, I just, I think there's a, there's a, a good life lesson at the end of it to learn. Yeah, you know, there is, a, there is a good message. Never put the, Twinkies on your pizza. The yeah, but <laughs> always put pineapples on your pizza. No, the creator chose a. By the way, that would say uh, heavyweights oh reference. Yeah, <laughs> I think the creator chose a real messed up way of conveying that message, but uh, I think ultimately his message is, is is pretty accurate. Yeah. So for those of you who haven't watched it. Um, go ahead and watch it. It's on Netflix. It's called Squid Games, and it's a, a Korean. Yes. Um, it's voiced over. I, I I do the voiceover, and I still I read the subtitles. But um, basically, 
this guy or this this group of people they they go to people who are in very much of need of uh financial freedom because of debt or they it's it's pretty much a lot everybody who's in debt and uh they collect these people and they give them the option to play a series of games but the loser of each game that's it. It's like game over for them. For so life. it's surviving the game with Ice T and Gary Busey from back in the nineties. Correct. Okay. Correct. Like Hunger Games, pretty much. But like not like there's a there's one scene there's one. No, no, game no, 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 don't get the spoiler. Don't get the spoiler. I'm not. But the the tug of war. Mm, man, that was that one, great. That that one's that was fucking. It was fucked up, but it was that was it, it was bad. I um. Now I want to talk about the show, but I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, and yeah. I want to talk about pineapple on a pizza. Let's can we can we settle this debate? Okay, okay so, D, let, yeah. let's weigh this in. Okay, there, there and, is and no anyone debate. that's listening, yeah, it's just personal debate. preference. This is no, a no, big no, no, issue no, no, in the band. This is a apparently. this is if there personal is a downfall preference. in the band, this is gonna be what's gonna happen. Okay, <laughs> D, is putting pineapple on pizza okay? No. Thank, Thank you. you. Oh, okay. we win. Thank gone. you. He's Italian, <laughs> and he says <laughs> it's a crime. You. The you, fuck does it matter? You're you're the Italians invented pizza in a cave. Well, you know the pizza three hundred years ago. <laughs> get arrested in Italy if you put pineapple on a pizza. Pizza here is completely Probably. different from from actual pizza in Italy, from what I hear. That's not bad. I mean, if you go to a real, if you go to a good Italian restaurant here with, you know, on uh, a brick oven, it's not that. What, what's your favorite but Italian it's still restaurant? Here, yeah, because the water's not Italian. Pizza or Italian restaurant. Italian. I just got a I just got a text oh. from our friend Jessica. She says pineapple and Twix, like Twix on a pizza. That's like just, chocolate. Yeah, that's just oh. mental, Jess. You know what? I would never do that. that yeah. I, I would draw the line there. Yeah, you don't put Twix. That's no, no. Okay, first, okay. But if they want to put a Twix on a pizza, uh, they can uh, eat it. No, it's listen. I'm not eating. Claudio's it. vote has to count it for at least twenty. It doesn't Thank count you. for anything. He his last name. He has a lineage, like in the Da Vinci yes. Code, right? Thank How she you. has a lineage to Jesus. He has a lineage to the founder of pizza. I looked it up. Yeah. It, it, it's in Wikipedia. He, he, his He's family French. Pizza. <laughs> Damn it! It's no, true. Seriously. Have you guys seen the uh, the new Dave Chappelle stand up? Yes. Closer. You saw it? Yeah, I didn't watch it. You haven't seen it? It's good. Have you seen it? It's good. Not yet. It's deep though. Oh yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think I it's his, I think it's his he best. He kind of detoured the end. I think it's his best work that he's done. It was he good. Pissed a lot of people off. Yeah, he did. But guess what? Who cares? Like, it's fucking like he's not going out in the, into the public, into a shopping plaza, into a mall, uh, you know, putting his thoughts and beliefs on people or like ridiculing people. He's a uh, comedian. I'll be honest with you. I, I heard the controversy first. And then I was like, you know what? I gotta listen to it. I didn't think he, he said something that was so crazy to it create wasn't. such a controversy. His, it was his point, and he he corrects him. He he agrees with all humans, and he understands human suffering. Right? Everybody has their own walk. But for what these people are doing, I thought I thought it was his best his best work, man. Um, this is cancel culture. Everything. Yeah, man, that's just so annoying. It is like annoying. Cancel culture shit. You say the wrong thing now, like you're casterized. Like, yeah. like putting pineapple on your pizza. You guys should really get canceled. I'm not letting it go. <laughs> you're so offended. <laughs> That's the rightest thing you can do. You know, um, I've always wondered uh, to ask this, and, and I actually want your take on this too, now that I got you guys on in this format. Um, of all the songs that we play, and we've played a lot, and I'm going to start with you, D. What would you say is your favorite song that we play? Man, so if you would have asked I me. I disagree. If you would have asked me, I love um. What is this? the The one that I we used to like playing. You guys did it with Carlos three hundred five. Sex on fire. Sex on fire is fantastic, and I love um. Uh, the Madonna song you guys play. Oh, into yeah. the groove. I love that song that you guys play. 
I I I liked when you guys did uh the in sync. Bye bye. Yeah, I thought I liked that. I liked the dance off. That's what I was. Yeah, that was great. That was. That I was didn't epic. feel like I was part of it. I was just I was watching the show. I was just sitting there watching. If, the if show. we had to do a clip of like top ten moments in in, in Molly Takedown history, that would have to make an argument for do the you, greatest moment. Dude, so that is up there. So what are you guys like? What's gonna make it for this Friday show to be the best show? Like. To, to be your top show like are, is there like a certain checklist of things that need to happen um brian i'll let you take that one crowd yeah i was gonna say i just want the crowd to be out there in costume living the moment being yeah. a part of the show because at the end of the day we're feeding off of their energy right like them being out there dancing dressed up like you know to the for the occasion that will just you know make yeah we feed off the crowd i mean we had a show i'm not gonna say where and I think we all kind of finished the show and we were like, mm, kind of dud because the crowd wasn't into it. Or not that they were into it, they're just not there to listen to us. So it just. We had a show in, a, in an earlier Molly Takedown lineup that kind of felt like that too. <laughs> Do you remember yeah. talking about it? Yeah, I remember. But we had to follow some act that was just. Impossible. Impossible to follow. And. Uh, well, they were amazing. Is that like that blind mm. deaf girl? We'll, that we'll talk about that. Uh, yeah. That, yes. that. We'll talk that off there. So this girl, and, and actually, it's it's in no way cancel culture, please, um, to to say it's a bad thing. It's actually a testament to how talented she is. So no, I was fascinated. This is not yeah, a joke. Yeah, not even lying. This girl yeah. from Portugal, I believe, was yeah, Rick. Yeah. Um, she she has she suffered from autism, okay. and she was blind, and she got up and played Bohemian Rhapsody on the piano and sang and sang it. And this girl sounded insane mind you to top on all the things that she her challenges she doesn't speak a lick of english and she sang it to perfection and i said we can literally play the best we've ever played there there's no following that up and, that, and that's why you have to be romantic <laughs> about music right yeah because yeah, look yeah. at that no yeah. you know what um i think uh you know to kind of go off of what these guys are saying there's certain gigs that we know when we're just going to be background noise. You know, they just want live music to be in the background noise. What we love about Young Umbrella is, um, you know, it's all about... It's like your get, resident gig, yeah, right? Yeah, we love playing there, man. Um, no, it's a party every time we play, man. And they love really us there is. and they take good yeah. care of us, yeah. yeah. Um, it, it's it's feeding off the crowd, man. And, and I think what's going to make this show different is, well, one, the costume aspect is obviously going to be a thing. And then, you know, obviously when, you know, you and Ox come out and host it, we always have a great time because you guys always bring that different element for us as well. So I think uh, in combination with both of those things... Some new songs we're adding to the set list that will be festive, I think, um, is what's going to bring it all together. And it's been a minute since we've had a, a show at Umbrella. Um, we were itching to get back. We're excited about this. Did one. you hear about my last experience at your show? No. What happened? Please <laughs> well, tell. <clears throat> so I'm there with, you know, the rat pack of people that go to see these your, your shows. And uh, you have some characters that go. And uh, the, these specific people like to hang out by the bar. Right. So I always go to every event with the I with it set in my head like, all right, I'm not going to get fucking wasted. I'm not going to take shots. Yeah. I'm not going to do any of that. But then, you know, you know it's just so good when it hits the lips. Right. It really is. So I'm at the show and it, you guys are closing the show already. I was that was the one that I wore the shirt that I. Uh, uh, I want to fuck the singer. Yeah. So I fucking, I go and the, you know, they're passing Jameson shots around. I'm like, all right, I had one. All right, cool. Hey, yo D have another one. All right, fuck it. I'll have another one. All right, that's it. That's it. I was drinking an IPM. Like, fuck it. I went to Bud Light and we're good. So I'm already feeling, I'm like, I'm pretty good from a one to 10. I'm like at a solid seven, seven plus getting to eight. 
And um, whatever, they come back and, you know, they come with a tray of shots and like, oh, you got to take it. Let's go. Cheers, cheers, cheers. I fucking take the shot. Fine. They pour another. They, they give me another shot. I'm like, fuck it. I'm not going to. I'm not going to drink the shot. I'm just going to hold it. So I think you guys were in your closing song and I'm standing and like, I guess now I went from a seven to eight to like full blown nine and a half, almost reaching 10. And I don't know why I did it. I, I guess it was just natural to me just to like, I, I snapped to it. And I'm like, oh, I have a shot here. Let me take the shot type thing, right? So I take the shot. I don't even get to swallow it. I, I bubble it in my mouth. I do this number mm. and then it just like I coughed and it came out. So I go down and I spit. Uh, I spit down towards the floor. When I spit, it was like a spray, and there was a, f- a woman standing in front of me. <laughs> oh no! And it hits her on the legs. She turns around. I look at her. I'm like, I'm so sorry, and I'm embarrassed now. So I walk away. This chick, she was like a, a West Kendall chick, right? <laughs> loop earrings, loop earrings come off. I go and I tell my wife the Did story. Did have her name in cursive? Uh, <laughs> I, I, bro, I, I, I can't even tell you. So Ox's girlfriend is there, Leah, um, my my girl, uh, what's this? Uh, what's Vic's girl's name? Um, Veronica. Veronica was there. You don't play, boy. Yo, so I got like, I was scared, so I had to go hide behind the girls. This chick comes, <laughs> this chick comes running up to me. What's up, motherfucker? Blah, 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 fucking rapping, and I'm like, yo, I'm I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, I'm gonna fucking kick your ass. And the, now the chicks kind of like step in front of me, and now I felt like <laughs> VIP. That, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it was it was bad. So that happened, and then I slipped, and I fucking hit. Oh shit, dude! I thought you cracked your skull. Yeah, I mean that, that was, was all in our such, show. Yeah, it was, yes, dude. It was. This it is w- the crazy shit that happens while we play. Yeah, you know, I don't notice I any of this shit because I'm always that. in the back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you, there's there's some things that happen. That have happened throughout our show that I see up in front, and it's hard to stay singing without saying "oh shit" or laughing um, or losing it because you see some things happen. It's a lot of them are really good, but you have some moments, man, and yeah. it's it's. Huh, it's I was it's concussed Jeez, after that. Fall, oh, dude. there's no way you weren't, dude. That I heard that from on stage while music was playing. How loud you hit your head on that one? Yeah, like, full blown we, whiplash to the back of the head. We've had fights in our shows. That was no great. shit. Yeah, yeah, we got a guy yeah. fled on foot down uh, Sunset. Yeah, no, I, I remember um, in Coral Gables, the stage. The, the oh yeah, the the the, the, the battle of open stage. Yes, man, that was pretty there. epic. It's great. It's great, great. Um, rock so, and roll, baby. Bro, so yeah, rock and roll, exactly. <laughs> Do you drink before the show? Heavily, heavily. We drink during the show, and that's our yeah. problem. Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah, yeah. people start walking up. Yeah, we'll we're yeah. Here. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're not gonna say no. Well, oh, yeah, so we, we now I know what to do. The, the last show we kind of suffered from that one. We need yeah. to. <laughs> we, we we really like. We sat down. We're like, all right, maybe we shouldn't drink that much. You know, I think at one point we ordered shots of whiskey and I don't they brought think us we shots ordered of it. Yeah. No, we people I, kept sending them to us. Yeah, but we somebody said, oh yeah, whiskey, and they brought us. Yeah, a yeah. Shot. I, 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 it was Jesse. I, I did, I did said call whiskey. for yeah. I called for whiskey, and I think they maybe think I was calling for another shot. And so yeah, it was vodka. And I was the like, problem is that we were mixing that night. Yeah. We started with like tequila, then we went to vodka, then we went to whiskey, then we. That's that's the number one like it's the cardinal rule not to. Do right, like you know, it was beer before liquor, never sicker, or liquor before but beer. Kept sending it's, 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 stage. it's red and yellow, kill and now, a fellow, red and black, venom black. Yeah, well, I'm gonna Snakes. fucking Everyone send up a lot of drinks. <laughs> so, I'm excited for the show, man. I, I really am. So, again, what we're gonna do is, and I'm, I'm thinking here as we're talking, A, I need to get a fucking costume, but B, Please. it's gonna be the five, right? So, let's set this now, okay? So, it, best overall best is overall. gonna be just the winner of the entire show. It's gonna be now. Let me ask you a question you want to do three of each? It's three of each. 
like first, second, and third place. Yeah, but first place. So, well, the first place, the only only yeah, first a place takes to win. I'm getting. I'm, so only, the first place winners is getting a twenty five dollar okay. gift card. I'm about to say you're about to give out fifteen. You know, no, 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 no. It's only, it's only, it's only for so it's <laughs> three finalists, three for each. Got it. For, so you're there's gonna be for example, let's say you guys all have a silly costume. Three of you are gonna get the ticket to come on for stage. the funniest. So when I bring up funniest, you three walk up, and then the crowd based on the noise, right? Are you guys wearing silly costumes or like? I'm wearing silicone. Silly costume. <laughs> yeah, silicone. I'm wearing a cool costume. You're not gonna say. Can't. You heard okay. that? You heard that? That uh, they, they're trying I know to bring what Rick silicone. Is wearing, I'm not gonna say. If you want to know what we're gonna wear, you gotta come out. It's oh, gonna be most there. original, best couple, um, scariest, scariest, funniest, funniest, sexiest, sexiest. Scariest should go to somebody who's not dressed at all. <laughs> <laughs> Lamest. That would be lame. Lame. Right? lame I think most original should really be a category, man. If someone that can really, it's, it's most original, scariest overall, <laughs> funniest, funny. Well, most original is gonna be best overall. We'll replace best overall with most original. So, like, if you come dressed up as a fucking, like, Alan from The Hangover, that would be, like, a, a, an original. You get what I'm saying? It like doesn't it. matter. I'm the fucking judge. So whoever I give the fucking tickets to, they're going up. It's rigged. Yep. Well, sorry. As soon All as right. you lose, buddy. Um, so that's what's going to be. And then the winner of each category will win a $25 gift card that they can go ahead and use at the bar to pay their tab. That'll probably be through the roof or whatever they want to go. Ahead. Ours, I, always, ours always is. I'm going to give you a special privilege real quick because, uh, you've always been really good to us and you have us all on this show and giving us this platform. Um, I mean, obviously if, if the band is, oh, you know, okay, this as well. Um, no. once depending what nope. you say, it can't be this show, but, uh, we'll give you. Uh, what what song do you would you love to hear us sing? I think Not happening. We can throw you a bone if the guys if it falls within our range. You think will be cool? Just sing that. We're not going to play. We're actually going to sing it a cappella. Yeah. So oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> Andrea Bocelli. Yeah, that would be uh -huh. cool. Something you know, like I, I, we always like doing that, getting the opinion of other people to say what well, we like play. And I stuff. want I want just you, like heaven. I want you guys to play just like heaven, uh, from the Cure. That would be cool. And uh, you know, I, I don't know. I'll think of another one. Think of another one there. Can we play that with. We played that with Be Kind Rewind. Be quite, yeah. Remember that shitty drummer? That thing you do. That thing you do. That thing you do. Oh, we never finished that part. We never that part. That finished that part of the one on the platform. I, I know you had said what's the favorite song. What Rick, what's what's the favorite song, your favorite song that we play? Oh, there's so many. Um, I like the way we play the Pat Benatar song. That's great. Love is the Battlefield. Yeah, that's, oh, that's that is another that good version one. we play. That's a great version cool. of when we play. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, uh, play so many good ones. Uh, Into the Groove is good the way we do it. You know what's shitty, though, that, you know, when people are getting there throughout the night, you guys are fucking pounding it, killing it, fucking whatever. And then the later it goes, the more people want you to stay. So, yeah. like, that happens all the time. Yeah. Like, encore, yeah. encore. And it's then like I'm always back, like, seven encores. Hey, and guys. then Jesse just starts calling out songs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, the moment. Okay, but let's put this disclaimer out now. Guys, we will not no, you be are playing, playing zombie on Saturday. Oh, no. We yes, are not playing uh, zombie. Let that be known. Please do not request zombie. <laughs> I mean, I know it's a great song. And I know it's called zombie and it's Halloween, but we have played it a million times. We will literally play anything else. Please don't request zombie. We don't want to let you down. Um, and on that, to kill that, uh, Claudio, what's your favorite song that we play? I, I really like when we play Bulls on Parade. Oh, yeah. That but it's just awesome. because it's the, the, one of the last ones at the yeah. end of the night. And it's just. I, 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 like I wish you guys like mix it up, though. Like play some of your, your good ones early. Yeah. You got to save them for when the crowd's ready for it, dude. 
I'm going to give you the, the look. You know what? I, for one of the shows coming up, I just want you guys to give me the set list, and I'm going to walk up to you guys and tell you which song to play in which order. I'm, the, I'm game. Okay. No. Right? There's no rules in cover bands. There you go. Just yeah. so you know. So I'm <laughs> as long as it's on the paper. It's all, it's, it'll yeah. be on the paper. Yeah. But so I will what, fuck well, you. Listen, there was a do. show. You know what would be cool you do? You do and a you show. can't write it You get paper. five judges. <laughs> you got me. You got me. <laughs> no, you, get, you get a bunch of judges, okay, and, and you, get a, like, you, get, you go between while we're playing the song, you do like paper and a hat, and you have the set list, and what everyone votes to hear next, that's how we'll play it. All right. We'll go like around that. the crowd. And that's well, kind of fun. Like you, remember, yeah. you remember the show? We'll call that it we Shuffle, the Shuffle Show. Like you're playing Shuffle it. on Shuffle. We, you remember the show that we played at uh, Unseen Creatures? Mm-hmm. I don't know if people realized it, but Damien's laptop yeah. fell. We spoke oh, yeah. about that. At yeah. the beginning of the show. Of the second of set. Of the second set. Yeah, your yeah, song. And after that, it was improvisation of the entire thing. And it sounded great. They wanted an encore. And then was that, that was a fucking little bit of a nightmare of a show. Yeah, because of the rain. Yeah, the fucking rain. rain. The, the sound, sound setup there, I mean, was... Great place, but the sound's a little boomy, you know, so it's real loud. I was there, fucking yeah. mopping while you guys were uh, huh? playing. sound panels in there. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, for sure. Brian, what's your favorite song? I, I can't think of just one, man. Think of two. I can't. Think of two. And I can think of two. <laughs> really? Can't think of any. Okay. Cumbersome okay. and all the small things. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Tell me the song that you least like to play. Okay, how about that one? You can't, and zombie does not count for anyone on the board. <laughs> you ought to know. Well, I haven't played that one in a while, actually. Add it, add it to the set. Really? Uh, yeah. Why? Everybody likes that I song. Really, I really, I like that one, too. I don't hate the song. I just don't like he playing it. He hates I, the way I, Jesse sings it. I don't like I playing it too many shows in a row. I feel like I'm bored of it. We haven't played it like in four shows. No, I, I could play it the next show. Did you guys enjoy the, um, I want to hear Rick's, though. He said, the one you like playing the least. I oh, least. just uh, don't get it. The one I like playing the least? Local H? Yeah. <laughs> No, actually, I like I like that song. Oh, that, was Brian, that, was, that was his pick. Yeah. It's Brian, the one that does that. Yeah, was a joke. No, zombie. Fucking no, I said oh, no, zombie doesn't count. You can't table. use zombie. Okay, zombie. <laughs> <laughs> Le zombie. What are you, Claudio? <laughs> um, I don't know. There's there's a couple songs that are kind of boring for us. For at least the guitar parts, are it's like. I feel good song is like I know it's a great song, but for us it's horrible. Like, it's like, it, it, it's boring on guitar. It's what makes, here, what makes yeah. it fun is the drums. Everybody's yeah, dancing, yeah, dance, everybody yeah. getting. You can like, say it's a singer, it. dude. Just say it's singer. Just say, okay, the singer makes fun. Everybody likes a singer. All right, you know what? I have to say that uh, my favorite song for us it's and it's not my personal favorite pick, but I think it's the one we play the best. And I've always said the trick is Rebel Yell. Oh by yeah, far. Sure. I like that. They'll yeah. play Rebel Yell, and that's a song that's been on our on our set list since the day one. Yeah, Rebel Yell for me is 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 I think the best sounding song. The one I I'm not gonna lie was. Hard for me to sing was the hella good. We did oh, struggle yeah. with yeah, that one, yeah. but uh, I, I, we have a lot of swing and misses, man. That's the funny part. You know, you have no yeah. idea how many songs we played. John Bon Jovi did not. Just, yeah. yeah, but I don't get it. Why and, don't and, we play Bon no, Jovi? We we sound good. We sound yeah. good playing Bon Jovi. You know, uh, but there's so many songs we we've, we've play tried it. playing it. I thought you guys have played like Living we play. On we have no no we, we no, no watch no. it every time. No no we play uh, Shout to the Heart. You give a little bad name. But there's so many songs but you'd be surprised, man, that up. we'll try to add in rehearsal and it just doesn't translate. Man, you know what I want? Right. I want you guys to play Hanson Mbop. You know, there's a couple songs we that we all for. think about it and we're like, oh, we're, we've played them and we're like, that was a total dead. Let's never, ever yeah. play yeah. that again. I yeah. think Mbop would be amazing. Mbop. Let's see. I, it, I think it's a I think that would be thing. another dead thing. There was a song that I, re- I picked a song that I that I was like so excited about. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, Africa. Africa. And we played it and it was like... No, I mean, I have a bunch Slow of those. Slow clap. 
Yeah. Like, no, oh, but you know what? Horrible. You know what? I think I think it's the version that we played. Yeah. I think if we would have stuck it to the original, which I'm I'm also down to revisit, like I, more I can, of like the original. I can listen to that to that version, the one yeah. from um, Quiet Drive. Quiet Drive, but live it doesn't um, translate. But, but playing it like it's all right. We start it and the song's done, and people are like the Adele song. song? Yeah, yeah, yeah that was sugar. my pick. I played that one time. I was super excited. I had Hello by Adele, and it just did not translate. It was like over cricket, to cricket, cricket. Yeah. After, yeah. there's some songs that happens to us, you know. Like, That's when you just grab your drink. All right, next one. From Smashing Pumpkins. It's a, a DJ, just, you know, what's, what's... What is it, 1979? Or no, no, Tonight, Tonight. People were like... <sighs> there, and there's some songs that you have to play at the right place. Yeah. That's true. Because like, yeah. you could play Tonight, Tonight, just not at, like, one of those high-energy shows like that. Yeah. Is there one song that you were not a fan of? I'm putting you on the spot. You have to pick one. No, I uh, like all your songs. You're so political. I'm not political. I we don't you. even like all our songs. They're no, not I, our songs. <laughs> we don't even like all our songs. You're not going to offend us. We didn't write them. No, dude, like, it's it's... You're playing all the hits, so it's my like, wife's very vocal like, about it. By the way, yeah, like drunk she, last time. <laughs> she scared me. It's like me. hearing a. You remember those CDs that you used to buy? The now five, now yeah, now. That's what I call music volume yeah. seven. Exactly. So it's like Nickelback. My my wife had a little Lip too much biscuit. drink last time, and she went up to Jess. She was like, "Listen, the set was good, but the ones in Spanish sucked." Yeah, she goes, <laughs> "You did not speak." Like I felt, I am so focused on nailing Mana on Saturday just for your wife, so I don't hear that she terrified. She is. She's, she's she's like the tiniest. She's looking, like but she packs, she's a little yeah, She's like a Chucky man. She's like. In his defense, though, that was one of those shows where we did not remember the second set at all. Yeah, we were hammered. The following day, I'm like, damn, we didn't play this song. We didn't play that one. And no, yeah, we did. It goes back to that thing of we need to control. It it sucks when I'm there because like when we were playing, when you guys play, I I fucking I hit that peak. And then I turn into fucking camera guy, <laughs> and I walk onto your set, yeah, bro, and I'm yeah. like fucking yep. putting the camera. The, be- <laughs> the best is that show we did at Hate Mondays. I, I look Dude. back at some of the videos now, and you're like all up in George's, <laughs> the bass player George's crotch. Like, I, know you're, I know you're trying to get his bass, but it just happens to be there, and you're like right up. Yeah, him. rock on, man. So good. And you're like right in Claudio's face. It's fucking hilarious. He's right? like filming Brian's balls. Like, man, this is so punk rock. <laughs> oh, there's a guitar there, right? Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I'm sorry for that. So that's no, that's scary. great. It makes for good for good video. Man. Yeah, it does. I'm probably gonna do it again. I will say that Friday. we kind of abandoned the idea of doing that set of just like Spanish rock music. Yeah, we um, did. We, yeah. we we need to do some of those. Uh, we we actually we we voice played um you know musica ligera musica ligera from Soda Stereo, and then we finally added Mana song, and we played them back to back once at Bar Nancy, and and it's been such a a hit. The Spanish rock movement. It, it, literally, no matter where we've played, even in the gigs where we're background music. The Spanish songs is you see people start bopping the head and dancing. So, yeah. I, I think we're gonna be adding some of those Spanish songs. Did you forward. like? Um, no. Did you like the little hot nut challenge that we did at the Hate Mondays thing? That was, that was really cool. cool. Yeah, that was good. It was, it was fun. interactive, you know. Yeah. Because we want to start doing that at more shows, so that the ones that we host, we want to do. Obviously, not this one. Maybe, maybe we can do something, but I think the cro- the costume contest is gonna take so long. Mm-hmm. But we want to start engaging with the crowd more. Speaking of which, you're the host. I want to do a scavenger hunt. You want? How about you focus show? on a costume before you do anything else for the show? <laughs> I, think, right. I think you're lying. I think you have a costume. I and don't. You're just fucking building it up. I think I'll you should be like a lion tamer. You're gonna be like a host of the show. Got a top hat and like a penguin suit. I'm gonna go dressed as Jesse, Dick Clark. Oh God, <laughs> you'll look great. Speaking of songs that hit hard, uh, shipping off to Boston whenever we oh, play at our, at our at our Irish, uh, yeah. you know, uh, St. Patty's Day shows, it's hard every time, man. I think. Are you gonna play that this week? Well, is no, it St. Patrick's Day? No, it's not St. Patrick's Day. Oh, you only? No, we only play on St. Patty's. The yeah. last time we played it, some dude in a kilt got on stage with bro, us. It was and awesome. That was yeah, awesome, he was, bro. He was in like a suit, like a real Irish guy was up there fucking... Oh, yeah, Spanish. that was... Um, he was trying... That was like, at the dub liner. Yeah, it was at the, the dub liner. Right, he was, he was yeah, trying to pick a fight wing because of the color of my kilt. 
it was like a different you it was know like kind bloods of, and kind crips of crew. i'm like bro I'm higgins <laughs> got on stage and he was playing guitar with a guitar that wasn't even connected i saw that he was that's how you know it's a party you know i think he um i think he's i don't know if i'm allowed to say well fuck it um i think he's buying with partners churchill's no shit is that place still going yeah. yeah, well, that is like a rite of passage in this town for any musician. Miami, dude. It yeah. really is. I played there when I was 15 years old. My very first local mic was there. Everybody's yeah. played there. Like yeah. Yeah. Marilyn, yep. Marilyn Manson. Marilyn Manson, Manson right, yeah, fucking, sure. uh, I saw Newfound Glory there. Glory. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a yeah, bunch of bands that, that Great place, Sorelm. It's off the Sorelm. You know, I have that I have that uh, CD. Did of we actually play? No, it's still, I kept it in its package. There was one that we couldn't play at because they wanted us to play at 3 o'clock in the morning. No, we were supposed to go on like at 11. And then there was another night that we actually did play. That stage was amazing. Like, it was a huge stage. Like, everything fit. Like, it was so much room for activities. The thing is that the guy that would schedule music didn't, like... Nasty. You can't put... Nasty. Yeah, he's nasty. He would put, like, a hardcore band and then, like, a kind of poppy band right after. And then it was just... The flow that's kind of... We were the poppy band. That's kind of, like, everywhere here. Like, even at Tobacco Road or... Or at Churchill's, it, it was cut, and and I digress to what I was originally saying. That's why we're trying to stimulate this this Miami movement, right? I'll show because you how to stimulate. Yeah, I bet you will. Uh, hey. I just wanna, I want because if you're gonna go ahead and host a show, and you have Molly Takedown, and then fuck, you're trying to fill up the uh, a fucking space, and hey, Rick comes with a hardcore band. Hey, we want to play. We're gonna bring. The, the house doesn't give a fuck as long as you're bringing people for the bar. So if you say, hey, I'm going to bring 30 people to watch this band, fuck it. You, you got the spot. You know what I'm saying? And that's what's kind of fucked up. Yeah. But, you know, it's out. If That's one way to look at it, but I kind of like it. I, I look at it the other way. Like, you're going to also have people who maybe don't listen to your type of music listen to it, and maybe they like it. So maybe you gain that fan. I think that's what the, the hard part um, about what you guys do because— George at, is on the live watching. Uh, the hard he, thing about what, what you guys do is because um, it, it's the same thing comes like when we put into a set list. Uh, it, it's not just putting together songs, you know, like there's so many things that go into putting in a set list. I'm sure you guys go through the same thing with the show. Like you you learn growing pains with no yeah. one was ready to hear comedy that day. And that guy was actually a really funny comedian. Um, when we put a set list together, we take into play, you know, where we're playing, um, what type of music. And then there's certain songs that there's some songs that you just don't start off a set with. There's some songs that you can't end a set with. And, and then, you know, you have to take consideration... The guy's changing the guitars, the tuning, and the timing. Um, is my which well, he my never voice. does. He never does. He <laughs> never do. You're supposed to. He's always like, "Don't worry, guys. I got you. This, you know, we're gonna have all the songs <laughs> together this time." Uh, no, I start talking. And then on top of that, like for example, I remember forget this one time. Um, it was at the Dolphin when we played the do- uh, opening right. game of the Dolphins. I wasn't. We there. put Bruno Mars. Um, in the beginning of the set list, uh, my voice was not ready for it. I was singing half the song like with no voice at all. So it's a lot of things to take in consideration. I will take into consideration guitars placements on this one. I apologize. Not for this weekend because the set list is already made. <sighs> is it at least into consideration? Are you guys jumping all over the place with it? It's fine. You know what? No, I don't it care. It would be it, nice. It makes me feel professional. Like, oh, yeah, let me switch my guitar. I can't take let you seriously. You put pineapple, pineapple on your pizza. I know. Though. It's the best. It's the best. I have pineapples on my pizza right you now. You guys and your tuning. So fucking complicated. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm super I'm stoked for, for Friday. Yeah. Um, my my uh, heterosexual life mate who is not here, he's away on business. Shout out to Ox, we miss you, buddy. Hi, um, I you know he was trying to keep from me what he was gonna wear. It was kind of like a spoiler spoiler alert yesterday, so I, I know what he's gonna be. I don't think anybody's gonna know who he is, but when he told me what he's gonna be, it I, it made it's sense. gonna be good. It, it's gonna be good. But he's gonna be Tony Danza from Who's the Boss. <laughs> you got it. He's gonna be Alice Strange from A Clockwork Orange. Oh, Chewbacca. You know, he's with Chewbacca, isn't he? <laughs> 
<laughs> ah, I think it's gonna be fucking Chewbacca. No, 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 no. <laughs> that would be epic. But dude. Uh, like, I again, like everybody's. Uh, I talked to a bunch of my friends and what they're gonna be dressed up as and whatever. And I gotta tell you, I, I fucking I've been sitting on my ass. But don't worry, I'm gonna. You're sitting on your ass. Right I now. have all the faith that you will come up with a good costume. I, I, I will, yeah, I will. Sure. Now it's do I go original? Do just you know, however you feel, man. Just, whatever just you can it. stay in character for the entire time, and you know you. That's why I reached out to you because I think I could do that. Yeah. The yeah, entire. Yeah, you know good. what I'm. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I know. So c- did you figure that out for me? I haven't been home yet, dude. Oh, all right. You know. You know what? Um, I think. Before I forget, I think that'd be a really cool idea if you put that together. That show, it will call like a shuffle play, and we'll give you all our songs, and you put in a hat, and no, between each song, it's gonna happen. Everyone votes. It's gonna happen. That, that that's the next one. So call the shuffle play featuring Claudio. Hey, um, we can have another one. where We can look for a singer, and it could be like a we can like theme it like karaoke, and people can come up and try <laughs> try singing. Like, oh, no. as, long as, karaoke, as long as you don't do it for a drummer, we're good, bro. Live karaoke. <laughs> We've had I've had some drummers come up and play. We had really? one of our yeah. friends, Chris yeah, Garcia. Yeah, yeah he played he great. But you knew he played already. Yeah, 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 yeah. It wasn't like, uh, hey, I play drums, uh, and he sucks. No. Oh, so he wasn't like D. All right, perfect. <laughs> kind of um, like when Rick got that guy fired in, in Vegas for coming <laughs> up there and playing with him. Yeah, yeah. There was a sh- what was the show? There was a show that some guy kept asking me, hey, man, can I play? Can I play drums? I was like, that's <laughs> annoying. <laughs> um, no. Why well, you got to talk about Julian like that, bro? Yeah. <laughs> that's my son. He's like, hey, I don't fucking play. Rick's instead of screaming in the middle of the show, Dom, yeah, did you just my drums at? <laughs> <laughs> I'm better than that guy. <laughs> yeah, he is, actually. Uh, hey, D, um, when you're watching the band uh, play, do you find yourself watching someone specific more? Yeah. Who is it? Brian, isn't it? No. <laughs> Jesse? It's no, my boy it's Rick. Rick. It's, it's Rick. Rick. It's Rick. It's Rick. I do the same. It's Rick. My boy Rick. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I think I even hydrated sexy. him the last show. I was looking at him I'm like, you need a beer? You need a beer? And he's like, but then it was fucked up because I'm already hammered. I was drinking the, those IPAs at Unseen. So I walk up to him and I give him beer. He's like, thanks, man. I go, I'm not leaving. Take a sip. I'm taking it back. <laughs> so he no, no, we're sharing this we're beer. Sharing like, <laughs> we're sharing this. My cooties are yours. Fuck COVID, man. I yeah, got yeah, it, man. Yeah. Oh, uh, that was funny. Drummers are immune to that shit anyway. Yeah. If you drink it through the mask, are you guys good? I think yeah. so. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like work. waterboarding, but it's fine. You have to. Um, <laughs> I, I talk about everybody that's been on the show and everybody that the show supports. Uh, I don't know if you guys have checked them out, but um, you have to check out the band Sumo. Yeah, I checked them out. Yeah, really you know good. what? Um, I actually checked them out on iTunes. They're fucking. Yeah, yeah. Really I know the drummer. Uh, Alex, the drummer the actually scene, went to yeah. high school yeah. with us from the scene. Yeah, yeah, back he, in the day. yeah. So, but I just went and saw them up. Uh, at the poorhouse, right next to Revolution, uh, maybe like about a month ago, and fantastic. When, anytime they don't play all, often, so anytime they play, but they're they're there's somebody that I want to kind of like um, bring into a show since they're and I'd have them probably open since they don't have a singer and they're not as um, they're entertaining, but it's not. You don't have Jesse as a front man there. You get what I'm saying? They're, they're not Jesse. playing cover songs. Correct. Like, it's, like, it's a, a different Correct. type of energy. So, but like I, I want to schedule them to if we ever do the. Well, once we do the outdoor event, the tailgate event, they would definitely be absolutely, man. We're, we're always down. We're always down to do something like that, man. Absolutely. So, hey, what do you think about the Alec Baldwin thing? Oh, Uh-oh. okay. Um, you, dun, you, dun, guys, dun. Want, you want me to take start on this real quick? Yep. Yeah, go for it, man. Uh, I, I don't think he'll be held liable. <laughs> <laughs> um, I obviously you could tell he's distraught. Um, whether I'm a fan of the guy personally or not, um, you could tell he's distraught, and and uh, you wouldn't want no one to go through that. Uh, I really. I don't know how he's going to bounce back from this. So he does have my sympathy. Um, and, and at the end of the day, there is an armor on, on scene, and their job is to tell you this gun is good to go. 
and and so obviously he. So are they real his... guns that they so use? So it scene? was a prop gun, but the armor told him it's good. But from what I read, it was a tier one film, meaning it was under a six million dollar budget. So they weren't really focusing on stuff like that. At the end of the day, though, my opinion is, you know, regardless if your job is only to tell me if the gun's loaded or not, and I've never loaded a gun, I mean, I've never held a gun, you know, if I'm going to hold, he's held a gun before, he's acting in play movies, if it, even if it's only acting, whether the gun's a prop or not, whether it's loaded or not, wherever the barrel's pointing, it's your responsibility. Yeah. I don't care what they tell you. Hey, but yeah. don't don't prop guns still fire out like a projectile? Not a round, but like something, like, you know, a shotgun. It's like a wire. Uh, when I was filming like Rambo 3, I, I, just, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I have no idea. They called it Rambo. Yeah, but it still has powder. Right. Yeah. So I thought it shot out like, point like, blank, like the yeah. wadding part. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That, that, that I feel horrible, man. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, I, I saw that he met with the family and the kids today. I wow. saw that on the news. And again, I, I, listen, man, you have your own opinions on it, whether... Whatever political opinion, I'm gonna, I, I do feel sorry for the guy. You could tell that uh, he was distraught, and it sucks, you know, for that family. And it, I, I don't know. I really don't see this man bouncing back after this. It, I really don't. I really don't. I hope he does, but it's it's rough. So, yeah, it is pretty rough, man. I saw that, and I was just like, "Fuck," you know. I, you know, he's he's he said some some things uh, publicly in the past that I I I disagree with with some of his ideas and statements. But at the end of the day, like echo to what you said. Um, you don't want anybody to go to that. And at the end of the day, somebody yeah. somebody got hurt, and they, they were doing something they loved. Like, yo, they're filming movies, right, and right. and somebody. That reminded me so much of the '90s when Brandon, Brandon Lee, Lee, Brandon yeah, Lee, man, yeah, the, the crow. crow, yeah, and it was, it was great the same movie. thing, right? Yeah. What a movie, dude! Or yeah. somebody actually put a real dude, round. you could be the crow. I don't even remember the 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 specifics, but it was like kind of the same thing, you know. There was a live, I believe there was in that yeah. one. There was a live round in that shootout scene, um, when he got jumped on the table, and and that's what happened. Now like we're going down like what deaths in a movie? Is that the topic now? No, because no, yeah. we can yeah, go over to the hanging what do you guys the back of Wizard of Oz. Remember what that? do you guys all oh, do? Um what do you guys trick or treat? Or, the kids? Where? You you do it in your neighborhood? Yeah, so uh you know it's a yeah. really cool place in, in, in my mother in law's neighborhood, um, in Kendall. And man, it, it, it's that old school feel. It's really super packed. And then this year my my kids decided to go Star Wars, so my son's gonna be Darth Vader. My daughter wants to be Princess Leia, but you know, I gotta go extra, I'm very festive. So my my son I'm putting him on a wagon and I'm cutting out these two hexagon pieces to put on the side make it look like a TIE fighter. Oh, so I'm going to be pulling them around, playing like That's the Imperial awesome. March and stuff. So That's awesome. What's Julian going to be? We don't know yet. We don't know yet. Um, I don't know. He, he has a few costumes already. He has like a Captain America, an Iron Man, one at the house. But we, I don't know. I'm going to take him to the costume store and let him pick it out. You know. What about the girls? My girls wanted to be witches this year. But the specific ones are just witches? Bad witches. That's in their head because they know good witches. You should and make bad them hocus pocus witches. Yeah. <laughs> They, so I bought them their costume. They were super excited. But then they got home. They were like, where's my broom? Like, Dad, <laughs> like, what the hell? Are we so, supposed to fly without a broom? Yeah, so I had to go get him. My mother-in-law got him a broom. Do you, um... I was going to get to the next segment, but, um... Sorry, I just fucking thought of something. I was looking at the board. I wanted to end the show on something that I think we all could share. Uh, and it's all based off of Jesse. And we, we kind of touched on it for like 20 seconds earlier. What are your thoughts uh, pertaining to this guy's phobia with aliens? <laughs> Come on. Have you heard the whole alien thing? This I guy did for the yeah. first time recently. I Recently you heard? Yeah, I didn't know. How, did do, I, how do I mute Brian before he starts talking? Which one channels Brian? You share the sentiment <laughs> that he has? Uh, I don't think we should call them aliens because that's offensive. Shut oh, up. yes, you're right. You're right. I'm just saying. You're right. Extraterrestrials. <laughs> It's true, man. I'm. T- come on. What do you think Listen, about it when you heard it for the first time? You just heard this. It's ridiculous. You think it's ridiculous? You don't think there's aliens? 
I think they're aliens. I just don't think they visited us yet. So I just think it's ridiculous that. So the government admitting that there's UFOs existed last oh, year. You was really think that they travel millions and millions and billions of miles to come here and be like, eh, I'm not going to say anything. If the government, I, if the government confirmed UFOs, that means they're from another planet. That means they've traveled that far. You know how much shit has been said by the government. That's true, but. But why would they admit that to create mass hysteria? They did it during COVID. They said, "Hey, UFOs! By the way, COVID." Okay, listen, that's fine. No problem. No problem. All I know is that when they're ready <laughs> to make themselves known, they're like, you know what, Jesse, you've been backing us up since day one. You know, we got you. And I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be good. I'm probably gonna go to Taco Bell that day, have my such a natural ball ground, and I'm gonna hang out. You will be getting <laughs> anal probed. How do you know? Maybe it'll be like cocoon. I'll like get rejuvenated or something. That you didn't believe in them. I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. You say he didn't believe in them. And anything's possible. Really, yeah, I didn't man. say I didn't believe in it. How do we know, right? Just doesn't believe. Who are we to say like they haven't been here. here? We don't know, man. This fucking galaxy is huge and and space is vast. Like we never know, man. Think of how small we are in the whole entire universe. Exactly. So why the hell would they waste their time coming here? And then the not same way that we've spent millions of dollars of research on an anthill. See what I did there, Rick? Yeah. You created yeah. friction. I love this. Okay. You know well, what? At least we're not talking about pineapples anymore. Yeah. Listen, at the end of the day, okay, there's just too much ends. And it's my belief that they're here. I don't think that, you know, God made earth and everything else is just lights or whatever you want to pray to. I'm just saying I think they're here. I think they've been around. Um... I have a, I have an, our, we have an agreement. I say, yo, if you take me, just zap my memory. They hit me with that men in black thing, and I'm good to go. That's it, you know. And they do what they want with me. I'm you ready know? to have a beer with them. Just fucking hang out. I wonder what on. beer. If what do you think alien? What beer do you think an alien would drink? Probably Red Stripe. I think they'll drink White Claw. <laughs> <laughs> Why do they have to drink just one? Can uh, it be like us? That's true. That's true. Each one has their own taste. I'm telling you. If you look at the evidence, it's just all out there. Either way, either way. You think they're going to be offended that we call them aliens? Nah, yes. man, what do you think I they call us? I don't think they're us? fucking soft like that. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they're part of the woke culture. <laughs> what, what is wrong with this chick, they're man? part of the woke culture. What is wrong with her? What's you wrong know, with them? She's super... Oh, I'm sorry, them. What I are you guys talking about? Demi Lovato. Oh. So, you know, I just recently became a fan of hers. Like, maybe a year ago, she per she uh, performed in this white dress. I think it was at the Grammys or whatever. And she killed it. I was like, holy fuck, this and is she, the girl from the Disney she Channel. She did the national anthem at, at the Super Bowl and she a, a couple years ago. And she sounded great. Amazing. She's amazing. got pipes. That's the, yeah. that's but the dude, show. then she fucking comes up and all oh, the, the whole extraterrestrial thing, which I read the article. She didn't say that like in an open interview. She she mentioned it. Now, could we be doing what I hate that people do, taking things, something out of context? I don't know if she was serious about it or whatnot, but it still was said. And now the, the, the spin on it has been like, hey, you know, she's very into the pronouns and... And, you know, we shouldn't call them aliens. We, really? you know, extra, yeah. She's super big into the whole pronoun thing. Which, again, if you haven't watched the Dave Chappelle thing, I circle back. You need to watch it. You haven't watched no, it. Oh, you did see it. So, And those are things that I agreed. So you, we were all saying earlier that we're, we're getting super soft in the cancel culture. It's crazy because, like, the scenario I want to give you guys, let's say, let's say for whatever reason, Molly Takedown blows up. Because you guys are working on some original music now too, right? Yeah. All right, so let's say you guys have a song. Oh, I didn't know that until right now. All right, awesome. Well, that's because we haven't put a guitar riff to it yet. I've been waiting for you to send to me Surprise. so that you guys can put it. All right, yes, well. but we are. The lyrics have been written. I'm waiting for Brian to give me a guitar riff so then we can get Claudio in. And I've already told Rick, have I not? Yes. Thank you. All right, so let's say you guys. Let's say you guys become famous. Brian puts pineapples on his pizza. Let's say you guys become oh, famous. Yeah. Would you famous. take 
taper down the way you act or the way you were raised and saying something or, or I think pronouns. It's really difficult. I think you would all say no, right? But I think it's difficult when you're actually put in that situation. We all know who's going to conform, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Spoiler well, alert. I, I, you know, obviously you're not going to go ahead and... Um, Put pineapples on your pizza. Belittle, belittle, <laughs> belittle anybody. But what's wrong for you to say he, she? Because then, guess what? All of American literature has to be rewritten, right? Now Not you can't. Really. Yeah, because because that was that was the the author's way of speaking. But it's wrong. Just how like is, how is it wrong? Well, just just like um, Dr. Seuss, that he at one time he did something that thought it was right. They they removed those books. The publishers them. did. The publishers. The, the, the people who owned the Dr. Seuss estate, they were the ones who removed it themselves. But then there was a lot of people that wanted those books removed. They removed it because of the, the pressure, I guess, of the mounting. I think the best way to do it, and the smart ones that do it, is you get a lot of big names that have never come across, and nor have they ever been questioned. Um, I think it's just the, the, the more you, if I guess, the same way, if we were, the more you blow up in the public eye, just the more private you should become with your personal life. Right. And, and just you know, I, was, I was joking around about the whole, like, you know, aliens and this and that, whatever. If that's how she feels, that's how she feels. I'm nobody to tell her how to feel and how to speak and how to think. So if that's how she thinks, hey, more power. Or just to don't her. tell me. Or how to, sorry, don't don't that, tell if, me. If that's how, if that's how they think, that's that's a, that's. You can't, you can't call her her. You can't say yeah, that. Yeah, that's why I, I I circled back and. Uh, <laughs> what are you gonna say? Retracted my more power statement. to it. I don't know what the fuck you say. Sorry, I was supposed to be the clapping. That was a good speech you gave. I pressed the wrong button. I thought I'd be ready, and I wasn't. Oh. I failed you. Did it good, right? There you go. I think, I mean, you know, I just think... What are you going to say? What are you going to say, Claudio? He has something to say. I just think... I know this, like, it hurts people's feelings to say it, but... But pineapple does belong on pizza. (laughs) (laughs) But I just feel like we give a voice to some people that shouldn't have a voice. It's not that it's not that we're giving them a voice. Everybody like, has a voice, but with, I understand. But no, we no, no, but with, I'm sorry. With, but before with, with social media, it's a lot easier for people to get to get their voices out. Some people there. don't deserve that voice. Some people just don't so, know how to use it. I I, no, I, I agree. So, I, some people don't know how to use their platform. Exactly. So everybody, I get I get exactly what you're saying. Everybody has a voice, but the the general public gives people the empowers certain people for their their political stance or whatever, and what they say is Bible. Who the fuck are you? But that's right. my point. Hey, and I agree before, with you. Before, before social media, you had, you, know, you didn't, you weren't on TV unless you had something that you accomplished or something correct you did or or you you're wrote not a Jake book Paul or something or you're not some just random guy on Twitter posting something and now suddenly it's like, like what have you done in your life to deserve people yeah. to listen to you? I agree, I agree. But also, I I think about it this way. I'm just like, I'm playing devil's advocate. Um, we all have our our opinion. We talk about our opinion. We put it on our social media or some people put on their social media. Some people choose not to. Um, It's like we don't have the same status that they have. They don't we don't have the amount of reach that they have, which is, you know, some people are like, oh, you know, just shut up and dribble your basketball. Mm -hmm. But you can say that about any one of us. Hey, just shut up and stick to to stick to what you do. Correct. You know, they just have a farther reach than we have. And that's why, you know, when you're in the public eye, you're under microscope 24 seven. Anything you say will get either blown out of proportion or like the wrong people will run in the wrong direction with it or you know well i i, yeah, agree. But I, I don't i don't agree with that and i'll tell you why because with what part l- with like so for example the example you just gave i love you this said, part of the show me too where you hot. said um <laughs> well, like shut up and dribble your ball we could, right we can have a discussion but but <laughs> if, if 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 that person has an experience that they can share and then and they can relate to that i get it but if you're what do you mean the the the, the, per- the um, the, the celebrity, famous, famous the famous person. person. Yeah. Okay. 
So if they've lived that experience, then, then they have a place right. to speak from, right? right? But like if you're a musician and you start talking about politics, it's like, what, what, like why? You know what I, what bothered me? Like for example, and I'll, and I'll, LeBron James, right? LeBron Where's James. Where's the boo button on here? LeBron James when he was in in worked like when he, when he was here in Miami, right? It's the green one. The green. He's one. super against like law. You think he would have won the championship without him? He's super. He he's spoken on multiple times against law enforcement, right? On this show, we support law enforcement. We, su- we, su- we support all first responders, uh, the, the, uh, you know, the, the military, these people who, who've actively made a decision to go and serve the public, right? So he spoke out against law enforcement, I think, with, with what occurred with George Floyd, which was horrendous, that occurred, but then... With Jacob Blake. And, and with Jacob Blake, correct. So, but when he was here in Miami, a lot of people don't know he paid for his entire time when he lived here in Miami. I have inside information that he paid for an officer to be parked in front of his house to protect him. Right? This is the same person that he said he made statements uh, against law enforcement, saying that you know these guys aren't pro- their law enforcement isn't professional. They like to kill African Americans. Yeah, yeah, the exact same was I'm scared that what if that officer gets into a fight with his spouse that day and it's my last day. Yeah, exactly. Saying it, was, it was ridiculous, but he was paying for this. Now, he then moves to Los Angeles, and then two officers, I, uh, they were parked somewhere, I believe. I don't recall what the news said, but they were ambushed and they were killed. Or I don't know if they died or not, but they were shot in like their police car. You know, he's been such a voice for one side and for, for what's right. But if it's right, it's right. Those officers didn't deserve to get shot. They weren't doing anything. They were just parked in their car, right? So he doesn't go and speak on that behalf. And he has this platform that we talk about. Like, if we empower these people to have a platform, but then they only speak on their bias. Not like, hey, get, be 50-50 about it. And then, I think his buddy gets shot and killed or something. That he then starts pleading LAPD. To go ahead and help the family. So this is what bothers me now in today's day. Where, listen, we can we can have a conference, we can have a conversation and disagree, and it doesn't have to be a confrontation. We can agree to disagree. But what's right is right. So if you have an active, if you you now are a basket an NBA an NBA all-star and you know that you have this platform, and like my my partner Ox says it, like a follower for us on social media is a billboard, right? It's like a billboard on the highway. This guy has hundreds of thousands of billboards on social media. So anything he says, the reach is exponential. But he only goes, I hate when people take a stance on the bias on what's going on and what's popular. The the, the, the popular belief rather than saying what's right is right, what's wrong is wrong. And I give him the example of LeBron James, but there's many more like him. I, I think at the end of the day, and I know we touched it. Last time on the podcast, but to sum it all up, um, pineapple pizza. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I think uh, it's just um, if, if you got a platform, whether you agree with how they got it or not, man, power to them. We're all trying to eat. Um, I just some people just don't don't understand, or maybe maybe they don't realize how powerful the platform is, and just be careful with your words. I guess like, and you can use it on both sides of the aisle and all across. Especially, I just think some people that have platforms, but they are should just be a little more cognizant of how they use it, what they say. Um, it's you know what, with with great power comes great responsibility, and whether Spider-Man. you want it or not, famous, yeah, famous Spider- power, Spider-Man. famous power. You inf- you have influence upon millions of people. And What's his uncle's name? Uncle Ben. Uncle Ben. Uncle Ben. I said, I said Uncle Ben. Said, Uncle Ben. What he was talking about? No, man. I thought you said Aquaman. No, man. Uncle Ben. <laughs> so yeah, I agree with you. Aquaman. You I don't agree. think though, as a user, you have some sort of responsibility? 
responsibility of also with great understanding. Power. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's with great power. Like, it, like you know what? Like I said, yes. I, I'm not going to get mad at, at Jake Paul because he became a millionaire on a quick scheme way with stuff that we wouldn't consider back in the day growing up in the 90s as the hard way. And who cares? He made it. it. He was smart about he was it. Smart he, about he, it. He, he, used, he used the technology to his advantage. Now, though, however, you have to accept now you have a platform. Therefore, you have a responsibility whether you want it or not. And your words are detrimental. They can be influenced. They influence people. So when you have so many followers, I think it's your responsibility, whether you want it or not, you chose this path to get here, whether it was the easy way in someone's eyes or the hard way. It doesn't matter. You chose to be here. Now you need to be responsible with that power, which is the voice. I would respect somebody that has like a Jake Paul. Like if he gets asked something rather than just giving a fucking answer to 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 please the, 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 the general public. For somebody to take a sense and like, hey, I don't know enough about that. I, I really can't comment on it. You know, somebody that takes that sense. Like, you can be Jake Paul, the fucking the millionaire clown that he is. But look, he's a fucking businessman now and he's doing the right things, setting up the right fights. He's actually training to be a fighter. You know, he's doing all this stuff. But like, if you ask this guy on fucking, what are your thoughts of fucking dying baby whales or dying That's baby orcas? Like, I would respect him to say, rather than saying, oh, you know, because I read on a tweet. Or this, no, just say, I don't know enough about it. Here in the band, we have a, a, a statement which says we defer to Claudio. Okay. Pineapple yeah. belongs on pizza. Um, But also, mm. we're living in unprecedented times. Anybody can get on Instagram, TikTok, whatever it is, and blow up overnight. And boom, you have that reach. You know, so... What is point? what is the threshold? What is you know like where do you stop? Where do you check yourself? And like you asked him earlier, oh, if you were were famous, would you change who you are? Some people are trying to be true to who they are. Some people are trying to be true to their sponsors. Some people are changing or evolving, you know, because we all we all change, put under under pressure. You you know you'll change, you'll become a different person, or you'll magnify who you were. And I don't think I'd, I would change. I You just have to be cognizant, like Jesse says, of, yeah. of, and, of and again, like I said, your every, impact when you say something. Everybody's different and everybody's going to react differently. And we're in unprecedented times and anybody can get there. And some people just don't know what to say. And some people are saying whatever the hell they want. Or they're saying whatever they want a certain people to agree with them. Correct. That's, what, that's what's happening. That's what I feel is happening. Yeah. More than More than often. Right. But more often than what not. do you think, Greg? But more often than uh, I think people at the end of the day just have the power to be like, I don't like this guy. All right, unfollow or click or whatever. I don't have to fucking listen to this guy anymore. Yeah. And the other thing is, you know, stop making stupid people famous. <laughs> we do that a lot. People just do that a lot. Like, I'm a nylon boy. Like, like yeah. Oh my God. That fucking, <laughs> those fucking people were funny, hilarious. Um, like the Kardashians, like, yes. you know, people watch that people shit. She sucked a dick to get her where she's at. <laughs> She did more and than God that. Bless she her did more than it. God but, bless uh, her for it. But you know, just like shows like that. I mean, hey, everybody has their their form of entertainment and unwinding and watching whatever the hell they want. That's great. But you know, at the end of the day, like, don't take what they say. But that's the thing is, if I want a life <laughs> lesson, I'm not going to fucking right. Kim Kardashian. Yeah, and people have to know that. Like, I'm not going to learn valuable lessons from these people. It's entertainment, and if you don't like it, all right, change the fucking channel. Well, that's why. Well, you know what I do. Back to to what Danny said that people take it as Bible. Yep. You know what I do for entertainment? I go see fucking Molly Takedown this Friday, September, <laughs> October 29th yes, at sir. Umbrella. That's what I go ahead and do. There it is, huh? You like what I did there? Yeah, baby. We're going to be premiering Island Boy. <laughs> I'm an Island Boy. What is that, dude? You haven't oh, seen that you don't video? Know. No, oh. I don't know what that is. Oh. See, I don't, yeah. Barstool Sports. One minute, man. Oh, I got to see him. Oh, I'm a big fan of Barstool. 
But that guy's awesome. Uh, what's Dave? Whatever. Dave Portnoy. Yeah, Dave. You know he he has his own line of pizza now. He's do they the, put pineapple on it? Oh my Come god! On. Of course they do. You fucking open the door for that of one. Of course they do. Hey, by the way, uh, I no, have they to, don't. No, I have to don't. do this plug for Coinbase. <laughs> of they don't. And for all my uh, <laughs> for all my followers out there, if you haven't looked into Shiba, go ahead and look into Shiba. Invest in Shiba. It's a great cryptocurrency. It's blowing up. <laughs> <laughs> that was on point. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, like always, it's been a great. It's been a pleasure of mine. I know it would have been a pleasure of Oscar if he could have been here. It was an honor to sit in your chair today, Oscar. It just means we have to do it again with him here. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Or we'll go to you guys. You know, well, I, what we were talking before, uh, I think we got on air was we wanted to have a show and kind of like uh, incorporate video, like kind of do like a cyber show where we mic you guys up and. And we listen, oh, yeah. you know, that that would be pretty cool. That would be cool. So you guys could plug into our soundboard. We could do a little fucking live session at the crib. Exactly. That's that's what we want to do. So yeah. we'll see if we plan that in the, in the upcoming weeks. Um, but like I was saying, um, Oscar and I, I speak on today. I speak on the behalf of both of us. Uh, we're huge fans of you guys. Um, you know, we we promote you guys. We 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 love what you guys are doing, you know. Uh, we always at the ev- at the end of every show we reiterate the importance of of creating of loving of 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 u- unity and um, you guys are somewhat of trailblazers here in Dade County for other people who may um, play instruments or whatnot and they see what you guys have been doing collectively as a band so that's something to be very very proud of and uh, us here at the Hangout Hour we uh, definitely support and thank you for everything. Done, so thank you, thank you, appreciate it. Thank you, man. Gonna give me props to ex- exit song. I know you want to go and ready. This is a single from our boy Rick, uh, Tigers and Daggers. Oh Check it boy. out. So, when you oh hear it from the way out, it's his oh original where he's singing here. on it. It is sounds this, awesome. Is this, is this new stuff? This is his original yeah. where he's singing on it, and it sounds awesome. Yeah. So, that'll oh be shit. ultra so song. Check it out cool. on iTunes, Tigers and Daggers. So let's talk about that really quick. And if you don't mind, um, oh, it's another okay. it's, a ba- it's a project you're working on, it is a project, yeah. And do you play what in the band? Uh, See, I wrote I wrote all the songs um, using GarageBand. I'm not a guitar player, so okay. like that. So I just wrote all the songs using GarageBand, more like digital. And then um, you can find some. <laughs> yeah. Well, and so um, I wrote some songs a few years ago. I had a I I went through a personal loss, a real personal loss, and that kind of was the catalyst for me getting all my emotions out. I've always been uh, playing music, but always on the drums, you know, behind and keeping the beat stuff like that. So I I tried my hand on writing some songs and just getting my emotions out there. And uh, I, I released two songs uh, in the last few months, uh, Christopher Walken and Leisure City on, on iTunes. And I had uh, George, who was a bass player for uh, for Molly Takedown, excellent musician, good friend of mine. He actually laid down the bass tracks for me. I had a guitar player. Uh, fortunately, we had a falling out, but he uh, laid down some guitar tracks for me as well. I did the drums and vocals, and um, I'm in the process of releasing eight more songs on a little, on a little EP, hopefully Shit, coming out man. soon, yeah. Well, we'll, so. well, I would definitely like to have you back on. Sure, man. Maybe you, is your plan to actually have a full band? For um, honestly, man, if I would, if I could just play one show live, I'd be happy. All right, yeah, cool. I mean, that's 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 where I'm going with. It. I mean, I, I actually would. Maybe Molly Takedown should learn your your songs. Uh, no, nah, that's. Hey, I know a drummer. <laughs> my my goal <laughs> my goal saying. my goal was to uh, just release my stuff and and kind of like leave a legacy for my kids. That's cool. Know? As a matter of fact, just a quick little story. My uh, my wife took the kids to Tampa because her family's from Tampa, and they, and they go over once in a while. This particular weekend, I couldn't go, and uh, my son was at my uh, my um, uncle, uh, my brother-in-law's house, my sister-in-law's house, and he played. My brother-in-law played the song, 
you know, and, and my son, he's like, he's four years old. He's like, hey, that's my dad. That's my daddy's song. And that to me was like, yeah, that's it, right? You know, that was it. And that's, you know, my thing is just leave a legacy and get my stuff out there. And if anything else happens of it, comes of it, great. But well, I, I, that, there's no words. That's awesome, man. Yeah. And we, we always, we're all big kids here, right? We're, we're playing yes. with microphones. We're, we're, yeah. we're saying words into a mic. You guys are going to play this Friday, October 29th, the Umbrella. Yes, sir. I'll be there by seven. But, you know, we all do it because we're big kids at the end of the day. And, and we forget that our little kids are watching us. Right. So right. we got to be role models. And that's, that's sure. it's a positive light, man. Cool. Well, again, thank you. Jesse did a hell of a job. Uh, that's how you do it. Except for the button part. Thank you. Um, Awful job with the effects. <laughs> thanks a lot, Jesse, for uh, filling in for, for Big Ox, man. Um, he, was, he was greatly missed today. But he'll definitely be there. Uh, handling all the tomfoolery with me on Friday. And uh, as to Brian, Claudio, and Rick, uh, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, it took a while to get you finally all in here, but we, we made it happen. And um, thank you for taking the time and, uh, and coming on. No, I had man. a lot of fun. Thank you for having us, man. Thank you, man. Thank you. Yeah, we man. appreciate Thanks it. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. So like always, guys, uh, you could go ahead and follow us on all major platforms. Uh, we're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Apple, Apple. I'm sorry, uh, Google, uh, Pandora. Uh, you can go ahead and DM us if you want to come onto the show. Uh, the Hangout Hour on Instagram, or you can email us at thehangouthour at gmail dot com. Uh, we appreciate all the love and support that the podcast has been getting. We've been, we're growing every day. So, and that 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 wouldn't be able to, that wouldn't be possible without you guys and the support. So, thank you for that. Also, Ox would kill me if I don't always. Hound this into everybody's ears. We have merchandise, so go ahead. If you want a shirt or a hat, we have some new merchandise coming out soon, so wait for that to drop. You can go ahead and take that sticker. Um, awesome. So thank you all. And stay tuned for a promo video dropping. Tonight. Oh, promo video. Very good. Good job, Brian. I got you. All right, yeah, promo video will be dropping tonight. Is it going to drop tonight? Yeah, it's dropping tonight. For sure. Yes. We're not going to edit all that bullshit, right? No, no. We're gonna I think we're just going to send it. Okay. Send, it. Okay. Right, so send it raw. We're going to send it raw. It's getting raw footage, people. All right, we're going to fucking pineapple. send that. So that'll be tonight. All right? the name of the song. So we're going to be closing the show with Christopher Walking Cool by Tag Tigers and Daggers, which is Rick's band. Band? Project? Project. Project. Yeah. Band. yeah. All right. All right, guys. Stay sexy. <laughs>